As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Truth Seeker and or its affiliates are not responsible for any strange phenomena that may occur during or after listening to this podcast, which may include the following. Heightened senses of awareness, psychic abilities, UFO sightings, alien contact, time loss, out-of-body experiences, ringing in the ears, ESP, lucid dreaming, increased synchronicities, astral projection, telepathy, stronger intuition, levitation, miraculous healings, and or remote viewing. Please be advised to listen at your own discretion. up ladies and gentlemen i'm your host truth seeker this is the truth seeker podcast i'm excited and delighted to be with you guys as always for another episode man where we cover all things spiritual we leave no stone unturned we're gonna have a good conversation tonight uh it's gonna be really good my guest today is rocco moon aka 
Rocco Nugent. It's going to be a good talk, and we're going to uh, cover his story, talk about spirituality, all those cool things in between. Uh, I want to say a huge thank you to everybody supporting my work via Patreon. This is a listener supported, listener funded show. Doesn't exist without your help. So, just want to say a huge thank you uh, from the bottom uh, from the bottom of my heart to all the new uh, patrons within the last week or so. Shout out to uh, Christine Moore with Thriving in Recovery. Daryl Johnson, Becky Taylor, True Bros Gaming, David Bodras, and Lydia And Thank you guys for coming on and uh, believing in the work. If you'd like to support, head on over to patreon.com backslash truthseeker. There you get access to my entire discography of music, which is 200 plus songs. You also get access to our Thursday night School of the Mystics, my guided meditations, uh, breathwork sessions on Sunday morning, all that cool stuff. So make sure you guys check it out. Patreon.com backslash truth seeker. Also, what we got going on coming up, we're going to be doing uh, the reset, refresh and renew uh, retreat coming up in Mobile, Alabama in November. For those of you who are wanting to be a part of that, it will be with myself and Illuminati Congo. So for those of you guys who have wanted to, uh, to tap in to one of those, Illuminati Congo will be joining me on this one. So it's going to be really good. Super excited about about them. All of them have been beautiful and uh, just the, the different people that we're rocking with and being able to see people in the flesh and uh, meet people that's been in the community for a while. So uh, make sure you check that out. Go to truthseeker.com to get more info on that. Uh, we do Kundalini yoga, breath work, cacao ceremony, CE5 stargazing, making contact with the fifth kind. You know what I'm saying? Like we just have a beautiful, a beautiful time to remember and uh, and connecting with like-minded individuals. Also, I mean, I get so many updates. You really just got to go to the website. Uh, I'm launching the Path of the Healer course again for those of you who want to uh, do an eight-week program with me to uh, launch out and be able to do one-on-one sessions, online coaching and counseling and uh, Reiki, whatever modality you want to add to it. All that info is at the website as well. New album is about to drop called White Magic. So I've been working on that for a while and I just finished up the last track today. I got the last sample in place and got the last mix down and it sounds great. So everybody who has pre-ordered it over at truesticker.com, you're going to get a email with all of the tracks for you to listen to uh, before it's available to the general public. So make sure you check that out. And for those of you who don't know, those songs have already been available for months over there on Patreon. So make sure you guys check that out and uh, truthseeker.com, Patreon, all that good stuff. Without further ado, we're going to go ahead and jump into today's discussion. My guest today is, again, Rocco Moon, a.k.a. Rocco Nugent, Ted Nugent's son. Bro, what's going on, man? How are you? Blessings, bro. Glad to be here. Bless, bless. Yeah. Good to have thanks you. For in, thanks for admitting the signals that you emit. And I'm glad that we emitted similar to a line here today. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we, we met through uh, Dr. Charnel, who is like connecting a lot of people, uh, which is really yes. cool. So we did a we did a roundtable uh, discussion with her, which was fun. And, uh, you know, we had just got over COVID, me and my wife, we went through it. We had all the breathing, like it was the, the scary stuff. We ended up wow. losing, losing uh, a lot of people within a week that we knew uh, about eight, eight, eight people. Uh, some of them really close, some of them friends, fathers, and 
somebody else's friend's father and like just people in our circles and stuff. And it hurt, man, you know, being empathic yeah. and carrying that weight. And, and, um, and then we started having like, who's crying a lot, hyperventilating yeah. a lot, just processing all that pain and it hurt. And we sat down on that, on that, uh, that round table, me, you, and, and a couple other people. And, uh, yeah. as soon as I sat down, man, I started having like heart palpitations, like really bad. Like my heart started wow. racing, going like a hundred and 11 beats per minute and started getting kind of dizzy just sitting here just out of nowhere mm. and uh and it happened before in the middle of the night and like that fear tries to overtake you because like that's a symptom of long-term COVID or whatever the case is and you could have long-term damage and all that stuff racing in your head and there's anxiety and you're processing helping people cross and grieving mothers and friends who aren't here anymore a lot of energy man and that hit me as soon as i sat down my heart was racing and we're all giving our little bios. Hey, I'm Truziga. Hey, I'm Rocco. And it was my turn. I'm just like, I'm like doing my best just to like pace myself and breath work and sage and you know what I'm saying? Uh, Palo Santo. And it was my turn. I was like, um, can we can we shift some energy? I'm needing some some energy right now, guys. I'm not feeling it. I'm going through some stuff in my body and and the world is going through stuff as well. Can we? And you guys shift some energy and can we say a prayer or something? And when I did, I felt that when I said that, I, I know it really connected with you. And I just seen that you just begin to kind of like do warfare for me, man, and just send me energy and bliss. And I just connected with you as soon as I said that. I was like, okay, I've got one who's on my side, who's who's fighting with me. And I was like, yeah, we gotta, wow. we gotta do, we gotta do something, man. So that 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 was how we met, you know. And uh, wow, and here we are. Wow, thank you for sharing and articulating those kind of subtle, you know, components of what was happening for you behind the screen. I, I saw and felt as much as I did. And yeah, I'm yeah, um, glad, glad it was felt and received. And thanks also for dropping into that level of vulnerability to share and not keep up podcast attitude, yeah. character, and just like, this is what is currently for real. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, that's what it is. Authenticity. You know, when you're struggling, you're struggling. Like it was hard for me to do that episode, but I did more. You know, that's what I do. It's like I'd be crying on it on on people's podcasts, crying on my podcast and stuff. And it's like, like, should you take a break? Like you're going through a lot of stuff, man. Should you take a break? And but it's like, no, this is authentic. Like this is what I'm dealing with. This is real. And there's people that's not real. It's not even real. You know, all this crazy stuff going on. I'm like, listen, this is. This is real. What I'm going through, this is real life. Like eight people dead. Am I next? You know what I'm saying? All all of these fears and stuff. Man. Where so are like, you geographically? Where I'm are you in, geographically? Uh, I'm in the South. I'm in um, Mobile, Alabama. So gotcha. it hit us pretty hard, like really quick. Cause all of like, we're like Bible belt. It's not real. Most people think it's not real, you know, that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. And it became, yeah, it's yeah. not real until it hits you though. Right. Anything. And we could just we could just even move on to another subject, but like your spirituality, the bliss that you encounter with it, like life isn't real until until you encounter it on your on on life's terms, right? Factual. And then I mean, let me know if you want to steer away, but I feel my heart kind okay, of magnetized to like put a put a lantern on it. Um, interested to like know and again yeah like let me know if you don't want to do it now but interested to know like what is your perception of what like what is molecularly happening 
that shows up as COVID and how is that different from the molecular, again, like nervous system, just straight up, like how the biology receives it as, as a flu, as like a really intense flu. And mm-hmm. then how would you notice like the psychological difference as well, because of the times that we're in yeah. and because of, you know, all the other kind of psychic energy that's with that. Yeah. I mean, you got everything on top of it. Like, you know, so it's, it's, it ain't just one thing. It's like, it's like, okay, if you have the flu and you're not operating at, you know, um, you know what I'm saying? Top performance and you're fighting the flu, you're already under the weather. If that's what it is, what people believe, but then you got all this other stuff on top of it. Yeah. My, my, which is, which is a lot, which is a lot of psychic. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry to cut you off. It's like, no, just it's, it's, it, you know, and I talked to Charnel, she's in chat, shout out to Charnel. She was like, Derek, like most professionals say like to lose one person, it's hard or to lose one friend, but to lose seven, to lose eight, like that quick, like, yeah, you know, and, and us being, I think being very empathic, like we carry the weight of the world on our shoulders. We help people process trauma. And if we don't release it, then we carry it on ourselves. And so dealing with grieving grieving mothers man children who lost their fathers like and it's hard so that's on top of it that's on top of any sickness like let's just get that sickness out the way that never visited me you know what i'm saying let's just say we're just dealing with that grief like that's got the power to to take you out and make you susceptible and and vulnerable as well you know john brother Man, um i i I just i just want i just want to watch i just want you know i don't want to say too much on the you know we're on YouTube. Stuff, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, steer steer us away if, if called. But yeah, I just think it's one of the more fascinating things happening in the world because, you know, experience is experience and then interpretation and then how I think ge- I'm very interested in how geographical subcultures augment the interpretation of these kind of mm. cultural events. I'm, I'm very fascinated in the... Yeah. Rocket. I still very much... Yeah, I wrote, yeah. I, well, I, I don't want to cut you off. I I, uh, I, I wrote a, a piece for a friend of mine's book. He's, he wrote a book called Peace in the Pandemic. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like, listen, like he looks up to me as a musician, as a teacher and all this stuff. It's like, listen, I'll, I'll write it, but I don't know if you're going to like it, you know, and uh, most of it was staying was steering away from conspiracies. And, and that's how mm-hmm. I found peace. That's how I was led to navigate to maintain what little piece that i that i have in it and to fight for it and protect it i would say protect your piece to be vigilant over it of of people and memes and bots and and people who are lashing out like you know one thing we i did talk about on that on that on that round table was the fans lashing out at me who have a different narrative of what's going on and then it's against my experiences against their narrative so they're just truth seeker. You we giving up on you, man. You're one of them. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, hey, man, I got a new album coming out. I was like, damn, I don't even need to talk about it. I'm trying to sell mm-hmm. CDs and I'm losing fans trying to be authentic. Then it was like, you know what? Damn that. You know what I'm saying? Damn, trying to sell a CD or what? Listen, this is authentic. This is what I'm going through. This is my experience, and it, it's it may be different than yours, but you know, it's my story, and I, I honor that, man. Whether whoever's narrative i i like to i like to trace the psychology behind it like you like let me know why you believe that why do you think that this is going on why do you think that you got i don't want to even throw theories out there because they're gonna they're gonna pull, yeah. pull us man but uh you know what i'm saying yeah 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 
hear you. We'll we'll follow up with that. I'm sure more as it comes. Yeah, we do some. We might do a, a lot of those fans. They just want me to speak to it again. I think it's against their narrative. So maybe they don't want me to speak to it. That's why I just like I stay in my lane. I'm I'm seeking peace in the pandemic. I'm still seeking peace. You know that's well. Uh, that that that's a nice uh that's a nice segue. There's like I think those of us right now who have been initiated to even minor degrees on the path of seeking, call it alignment, call it metaphysical insight, call it spiritual awakening, call it truth, realization, whatever. And there's many that are like, I see polarized towards wanting wellness even more than before. Like yeah. this whole pandemic has shifted them into like, all right, I might've taken it serious to some extent and it's kind of kicked others up into the gear and not even to get into the gradients. Cause in this polarity there's definitely gradients in the scale but then there's also others that i'm sure you've seen the the kind of uh the matrix minions we'll call them which i call them chaos shamans and i'm i feel like you have a, a, a wild level of context that i don't normally get to dive in with folks on that stuff but uh following your skipper with this boat here mm-hmm. um but seeing seeing yeah many many of us kind of like you know more more polarity towards wellness and awareness of these things that are not serving our wellness because this hyper inflammation of awareness to you know the kind of don't take don't take your wealth your health for granted kind of thing and then there's also this large amount of the community you know yeah call them agents or whatever you want to call them but it's like more now than ever they're attracted to dissonance they're attracted to this friction that comes from interpersonal arguing that comes from you know uh, i call it time-based identity hierarchy meaning it's it's the ego but it's like minds that need to interact with other people firsthand and get a sense of if they're right or wrong they need that polarization oh my God. like i'm staying away from show, it. i don't want it's it. very man i hear you because like I, I i hear you i hear your story i watch a lot of your videos and stuff and like I hear right. you talk about like a religious background as well, like a just regular mm-hmm. Christian kind of upbringing. And I was hardcore mm-hmm. Christian, street preacher. Like I went through, I studied under many different sects of Christianity, black Hebrew, Israelites, uh, reformed wow. Baptist, charismatic miracle signs and wonder. Like I've been through it all. And, uh, wow. and I used to debate and what do you believe about the cross of Christ? What do you believe about salvation? And like, if you were off wow. or whatever, we would, we'd beat you up with the Bible kind of thing. So I've like, right. I've stayed away from that on this side of awakening, like because of, I didn't like the person that I was and the way that I, I did things. And so um, I had a lot of Christians who did that to me as well. Like they would keep picking my brain until they found something like that, they, that, that we disagreed on. Okay. Man, so what do you, just happened so, to me the other day. So, so uh, what do you believe about this? And we'll agree on everything, everything. Boom, boom, boom. I was like, wow, yeah. I got a new friend. And we can break the scriptures yeah. down together. But do you think Jesus was God or was he the son of God? Oh, I think he was the son of God. You know, he, I think he was, uh, you know, God's son manifested on earth. I don't think God left his throne and became a man. And, uh, oh, yeah, well, we can't we can't be friends. I'm like, oh, God, that's what you were waiting for. Like you were asked. I had to answer all these questions until it was all a, it was all a funnel. It's like a, a funnel of like, yeah, the test is all testing. What else do you not yeah. do you not know? And I'm catching that from the spiritual new age or open community that, that embraces everybody. And it's like, okay, what do you think about the LGBTQ movement? I don't, I try not to think too much about it. Like I'm not in that movement. Like I'm a straight male. It's like, they, it, it's like, a, 
was like, oh God. It, it, it's, it's like a passive uh, pulling on our, our uh, like social identity template. It's like they want to see it. They want to see the mind. They want to be able to measure it and catalog. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you though? Yeah. What about this? What about that? Man, I I love to get your lens on a phenomenon that, that though. We're like that's not we're we're a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of Eastern mysticism, a little bit of old school Southern Baptist, like a little bit of Pentecostal crazy charismatic. I'm we're all of it, and it's okay. That's what it is. So, what I see that is as as like, uh, how could we not for needing to put labels on, but how could we identify what's happening there in someone like. Let's just use these two for example. We seem to be magnetized to harmony. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And in interpersonal, inner cross-cultural kind of relating, we see that, that it's... Uh, there's the seed of the one infinite truth in many different kind of interpretations, but all of a sudden you get hyper rigid in that identity and you kind of close off to the seed that the following is built on anyway. Um, And what you're talking about is like a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of that. I see that as, as a reflection of our, the nature of consciousness in a higher kind of crystallinity, which is mirror consciousness. I see it as it it wants to be reflective Mm -hmm. with us because to do that means uh, i think that's what you're pointing at with empathy uh, as a nervous system when someone's emotional intelligence kind of determines their level of ability to mirror another one's emotional state in in the respect of like wanting to aid them in holding that space Mm -hmm. um sidebar on on mirror consciousness there's a online course that i'm releasing soon that it's basically the last online course i did it was called moon alchemy program and it's basically moon is missing out on nothing which is the remedy for fomo and uh fomo is the feeling of missing out which is separation consciousness moon alchemy is pretty much christ consciousness 101 then mirror alchemy course is like mirror consciousness 101 which i found to be very pragmatic and uh, utilitarian those are the two words pragmatic utilitarian awakening um and so that quick sidebar on on mirror consciousness that you just pointed at shameless plug uh, but sort of back over to this other thing that you started looking at the archetype of it. And I'm interested to know what, what you notice, because obviously we have some differences in our journey, but also some interesting mirrors as well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, hip hop, Christianity, uh, pigments, a handful of things, it seems like so far. Uh, so there's like several humans in my life right now that I'll say a couple checkpoints since jesus's king got released 
since this pandemic situation and um I'm sure there's another one but those kind of two in particular they have come into so several humans that i know of personally have have started like doing this thing that all i can see all i can see it as is tribal uh sorry spiritual tribalism and it's like there's more now than it seems like i don't know it just seems like it keeps getting intenser and intenser is that those in third density um are like wanting do you have context on the law of one and the raw material and the very densities little, very little yeah it, basically first density is uh the elements earth fire water wind you know akash ether air. uh second density animals and plants third density is humans fourth density love fifth density wisdom so kind of yeshua buddha archetypes and then six and seventh are integrations of those and then eight you start again whatever but it's like seeing this kind of tribalism around spirituality and these several humans. I have such a really close relationship to Yeshua. I, I feel like I know him more than when see, someone starts someone sometimes reciting Bible verses. I see them going secondhand or, or you know, two, two stones throw away from the one who actually threw the stone. And my relationship has been with, with him directly and, yeah, all the scriptures that uh, – zoom in on that but there's recently been this thing that's happening where it's like people are using jesus as this sword to like guilt trip other people that mm -hmm. don't think jesus is the one and only way i saw this meme that says you know yoga not god crystals mm -hmm. not god astrology not yeah. god and i heard a couple of audio snippets on your intro here so curious to hear how you interface with that or what you perceive that is on a on a quantum level on a anthropological level on an akashic level mm -hmm. what what how do you interface with that because it's been i mean yeah. it's been feeling like a glitch in the matrix for me well, that's weird because uh it's it's always been there for me do you know what i'm saying like because as far mm. as like being a christian and being being um one who uh you have to convert people like that's the great commission to go out into all proselytizing you have to proselytize and what's been something wow. beautiful as of lately there's, there's there's two ways to look at it is is that the um something i've been pondering and i heard it on another podcast to hootie from the killer priest podcast shared it but he's he talked about the idea of, of proselytizing and um let's just say jehovah's witnesses it's still a, a you know derivative of christianity or whatever and we have to share the gospel people are dying and going to hell and you're going to burn forever so like you got to understand like their motive is trying to do a good deed like i don't want rocco i love rocco i don't want him to burn forever like they're convinced right so that sword play that me trying to cut you down that battle is if i can if i can win you know what i'm saying if i can beat you then my truth is superior um and so there's some battle intellect and philosophy going on there but it's also the, the other people who are tr really think that you're gonna die and go to hell and me too and so they're there they're they're proselytizing um but when it comes to maybe how it should be done um we look at where christianity comes from and this is where i come in what i bring to the table understanding where christianity comes from it's an eastern tradition 
Christianity comes from the East and we look at it like it's a, a something, a new religion in the West. We have to look back to the East. And so we see people meditating. We see uh, holy men and people like Jesus going up on top of mountains to pray for hours, to go inside of caves. They do that in the Himalayas, like to, to separate themselves, to fast and pray, to get them to, to have an encounter with God, have an encounter with their ancestors, the angels, whoever. And they come back enlightenment, like a, the death of the ego, this inner journey that they pull away. Jesus is known for doing th those fasts all the time, going away for hours and in on end to pray and these kind of things. And when you come back down from the mountain, let's just say that 40 days later and you've reached enlightenment, you fought the devil and won, right? Jesus did that. And so the idea would be people would seek you out. Let's go see the holy man. Listen, I'm trying to get to the end of my ego. I have things that are addictions in my life and personality traits that I that's killing me and I need help. Like you would seek out the holy man versus the holy man coming down from the mountain. Everyone, enlightenment, I'm going to share. Let me tell you, like trying to go knock on people's door. Hey, I just come off the mountain and I've encountered God. No, you hear the story about the holy man who comes down and you seek him out. So that idea of not having to proselytize, but that the, you would go and seek out that man. is pretty interesting when it comes to Eastern thought. Or even, I'm going to throw this in there, and this isn't, it doesn't help with symbolism on my shirt tonight, but Masonic lodges, but the way that they operate, the Masons aren't coming knock on your door this Saturday morning. Hello, Rocco, you home? I want to tell you about the Grand Master Lodge. We're looking for new members. You'd be a good, a good candidate. They're not doing that. You have yeah. to do your own research, find a book, know a, a co-worker who's like, man, this guy's pretty devout. He's a, just a genuine good guy. Hey, what, what is it? Oh, well, we have lodge sessions and, you know, and you have to come upon your own volition on your own free will. You have to ask them. It's in their rule book. They can't. Hey, man, come come to our lodge. Come come to our youth group, bro. Come see our church, bro. We got smoke machines and, and fogs and skillets going to be there and Toby Mac. No, you have to find you have to seek them. I say, hey, man, I notice the way you live and the way you treat your wife and the way you treat not just your wife. I noticed the way that you treat your friend's wife and, and you don't try to hit on her and you don't try to sleep with other people's. Like, I just noticed the way you do life and I want to know more. And it's like, hold on. Like when it comes to, to, to proselytizing, I think that I think that we should lead by example, you know, so that um, what the scriptures talk about that, that, that uh, the world may see your, your good deeds and your good works and your philosophy and your yoga and the way you take care of your body and the way you take care of your family and the way you get to wake up and do what you love for a living. And then like, Hey man, listen, Hey, how do you, how do you run a good podcast? Like they'll come to me. I don't have to sell you. Hey, here's how to listen to a good. No. Hey, how you do it? Okay. Let me teach you. Right. And so you seek out that person. You seek out that coach. You seek out that master. So, and I know that's, we it's it kind of trailed off on 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 that but for me it's nothing new it's always been there um it and the beauty of what i do is is connecting um western christianity of, or just what we know it to be now because just most all anybody knows to the esoteric to the occult to the eastern mysticism to kundalini yoga to the kundalini to the pranayama 
to the chi and tachyon energy and, and, and communing and feeling that bliss that, that enters your body and, 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 and burns within you and cl cleans out all the, the wrong that you've ever done. Like, is this happening in a church? Well, it's, it's happening in temples and, you know, is it the same thing? So syncretism is, is very near and dear to my heart when it comes to all of the different modalities, if you will. We're saying the same thing, just using different terms, you know. Yeah, that part. That's it. So I'm with it. So I don't know if you, you know yeah. much about what I do, but yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm still learning. But I see, I see you showing up in a, a variety of capes, and uh, I like them. Um, I, I'm in full agreement of that uh, kind of wisdom passing, needing to be in that orientation. You can't. Um, it's it's A teacher showed it to me. It's like, it actually pulls on the Akashic field differently when a student is seeking, <clears throat> when a student is seeking upstream, uh, it's like it creates this pressure or this dam and it it makes them kind of more intense in their identity that's aware that they're seeking and it acknowledges that. And so this humbleness kind of immediately kicks in because you're, you're seeking it from somewhere. Whereas if the teacher was trying to recruit you, it's like the water's already flowing downhill. That's a, a kind of secondary redundant energy. Yeah. And um, I, I, yeah, it sounds like we're saying the same thing. It, it, and obviously it works both ways. It's not to say it's only this way. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's different. Yeah. W w but also, yeah. if you haven't watched this, there's a good um, short clip that I, that I talk about a lot, but it's from um, um, Penn Gillette. You know who that is? The uh, magician? He's a, he's a staunt atheist, like disproves the Bible. The Bible is BS. Like he's the in your face mm. atheist. And he's from Penn and Teller. They do the magic shows in, in Vegas yeah. and stuff. So he's like in your face. The Bible is a myth. It's for uneducated people, that kind of stuff. Well, he he did a just a little video on camera. He just took his cell phone in a hotel after uh, one night of uh, on, on the road or whatever. And... Uh, he shared this experience where this guy, after his performance in Vegas, I guess, comes up to him and says, shakes his hand. Hey, my name is so-and-so. Just wanted to say, I appreciate your work. love what you do. And if the guy knows him at all, he knows how big and bad of an atheist he is. But he says, hey, I just wanted to give you this. And he hands him a little Gideon's Bible. He says, I just wanted to give you this, man. And if there, if you have any questions, just give me a call. My number's in the back there. And, uh, and it touched pin he went back to the hotel and 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 kind of vlogged it and was like you know what it touched me because this guy was taking a chance if he knows anything about me he knows i'll eat his lunch like i'll you know i'll make this guy this christian look like a fool and he most likely would have but he said that guy was willing to take a chance because he really cared about me like the the, the yeah. fact that those christians think that you're going to hell like he could have took took his bible with him and gave it to somebody else but he said you know what i'm gonna give it to to Penn. And so with tears in his eyes, in, in that video, Penn says that, listen, I don't respect any Christian or any religion that doesn't proselytize. Because if you think I'm going to hell for all of eternity and I don't know it, and there's a way that you can save me and you won't tell me because of fear of uh, getting into a confrontation with me or fear of losing me as a friend and now it would be an awkward every time we see each other 
And uh, he's like, uh, I don't respect you. You have to be one of the most cold hearted individuals who walk the face of a planet, who know that everyone around you is going to go to hell forever and be tormented. And you're because you don't like uh, to get into it about I don't talk religion, you know, but you think they're going to hell like now when you think of those dudes in, in the streets with the signs. All and, and some of them do it a different way. Queers go to hell. All gays go to hell. There's a, it's not right, the right. best approach, but a lot of times yeah, they're yeah. like, hey, it's the best we know. We can cover the most ground by by doing this because they so called really believe that everybody's going to hell. You know, so you got to respect it. It's like a, it balances things out too. I think. Like I'm thankful for right. for for those guys doing that, and like I can reach it. And even even if they, I would receive it differently. Like, to be straight up with you, I miss it. I miss it that most wow. of my Christian friends would say, you know, fuck you, true seeker. Like, we're going to give you over to the devil. You know what I'm saying? I was a Christian minister. Like, yeah, there's no saving him. He's too far gone, guys. Like, I get that all the time. Yeah. He's too far gone. He knows the Bible better than me. And they won't reach out to you because of fear of, of confrontation. And it's like, damn. Like, I wish you cared about me enough to say, hey, man. You into some weird stuff, dude. I don't understand it. And I think you're headed down the wrong path. You don't get that. You just get a block or unfollow and those, and they'll never talk to you again and just write you off as one of those guys. And so here's the full circle of, do you proselytize? Do you, do you share how pushy should you be with it? You know, and that's just, I come from, I've been in it all, you know what I'm saying? So. Wow. What a beautiful kind of alternative angle on that on that same note thank you for like yeah illuminating that um the first place it takes me is is looking at honestly i think it's my my pain body or at least how i interface with the understanding of what trauma is yeah it's in my auric field as a remnant of uh a wrong use of energy at some point or an, a non-aligned moment that happened and then it it's, it's, it's part of my geometry, um, the geometry of my prism that I see through and that I witness this world through. Uh, so I, I, you know, I grew up watching my dad basically do his own proselytizing. Um, yeah. But also, there was something interesting about it where, you know, the promo and marketing is a thing, and then uh, also being planted in. Uh, it's kind of like the metaphor of like a trampoline and you put a bowling ball in the center of it and anything that has lesser gravitational weight or whatever, it's like, it'll, it'll go towards that. Like, you know, somebody really heavy sits next to you on a trampoline. All of a sudden you start rolling into them. And I, I didn't know that's what I was doing, but I was kind of observing how that happened in my father's life. Cause he was so intense yeah. that it just happened. It would pull things, but other people that were just as intense, they didn't come near mm -hmm. they just, they held their own space. They had their own life. And then I didn't, just didn't make sense to my heart. I departed being a Christian in 2012. And um, then I think I found about the Council of Nicaea. And like I was like, Romans, this, this phrase just kept hitting me. It was like, Romans raped Yeshua's story. And I started to just notice when someone was giving me true Yeshua signal, which is the Christ or the Crystalline, the Christos, mm -hmm. the Sophia, the merger of the the soul's awareness into the body as the sun or solar essence of the infinite. And 
um, I could feel when that was there and then I could feel when it was Rome or I felt like I was like, wow, that's Rome. That's Rome's Christian stuff. That's yeah. the council of Nicaea's edited biblical version of what Yeshua did. So Yeshua's signal is still in there, but I was like, man, it seems so, uh, glitchy. It's like what trying to watch a bootleg of Harry Potter. You're like, ah, oh, I mean, I, I get the story, but it's like, ah, oh, I'm missing so. I know I'm missing so much. There's so many cool effects that I want to see that it's blurry here. It's not coming in full clarity. And interestingly, those people, for me, did never felt like... I've interfaced with a handful of Christians that are just like, I know God's love. And I'm like, I love that. You're lit. Let's do it. And I'm with that. And there's other ones that it felt like they didn't know. And they were clinging to this doctrine or this idea of this yeah. dude Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Out of fear, really. And it felt like thirsty. It felt like uh, needy. It felt like clingy. It felt like it weren't strong. It didn't. Is it working? Um, I saw this stat this one time. I was like, uh what religions are most popular in the places where there's highest suicide attempts and highest depression and Christianity interfaces with the Western world. Very interestingly, Christianity interfaces with um, people who are very polarized into Mm -hmm. emphasizing goodness and then denouncing badness within themselves. Um, And then I found honestly, Steve jobs mentioned Yogananda autobiography, Yogi read that find this yoga teacher, start asking him questions. Um, and he would push me away almost sometimes. And it was almost like this story I read about this Zen master or whatever, like the guy wants to come and learn. And he like sits outside at the door and he waits and like, and he says, you know, this master, you're a famous master. Can you please teach me? And he's like, yeah, no, no, no. It's silent treatment, whatever. And like keeps, keeps walking and going, leaving his house. And then six months later, he gives him a broom and say, you can start sweeping if you really want to learn something. Yeah. And then, um, Six months later, he's like, all right, you're still here. Uh, I'll, I'll teach you. And just long story short, as an anecdote, it's like a very different relationship yeah. with knowingness and needing to push knowingness or conviction, one's own conviction, on someone else, uh, quote unquote, you know, just how you kind of phrased it is like very interesting to me, but it's also it's such a different polarity with solar and lunar i i interface with that kind of looking um looking at people's energy fields or the, the culture like that's very solar or like wow that's very lunar that's a you know someone could be hyper receptive but not very assertive someone could be hyper assertive but not really receptive 
Mm. Um, my pops pretty darn assertive. <laughs> the receptivity thing, I was like, I, I think maybe I'm supposed to learn about the things that he didn't necessarily master. He did this other shit like really well. Yeah. Maybe there's a couple of things from me over here. Mm. Um, and uh, man, one okay, one more anecdote. It was kind of like I think I actually shared it on on the other talk we had, but it was for me this this click moment in my. I see it as my auric field or my Merkabic structure. My crystallinity had a, a, t- a very tactile, anchored, landed moment of genuine realization and understanding. It couldn't have came from nobody telling me nothing. It had to be an experience within myself. And uh, yeah, it was at one of my pop shows. Go outside. There's animal rights protesters. They're like, he's an animal murderer. Probably like 10 or so of them with some with p- pictures of my father with like blood and animals and you know, I grew up hunting. I, I understand it's pretty traumatic and it's very normal for a lot of people. And if you're going to eat meat, I think that's actually a much more reasonable way to know where it's coming from. I digress. But I walk up to these folks and I was like, hey, I'm Ted's kid. I'm a yogi. I'm a vegan. And I'm wondering if you're interested in having a dialogue about political uh, identity and um, anything else you want to talk about. And we dove in and this, and this one lady was like, uh, you have to convince your dad to stop eating meat. And I was like, man what about my bro who's like an MMA fighter and his well-being I know and potentially his blood his his blood type is O type and you know science says that he's yeah. actually nur- nourished by these ingredients for sure um way way better than anything that I could ever tell him that he needs to do because of my moral conviction I would be hurting him in some way even if I thought that I'd be helping him Mm-hmm. By not respecting his free will in some way, I'm like I'm 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 nudging very aggressively up against this boundary of someone's you know choice and honoring of what feels good for them. Um, so obviously quite a, a skewed a skewed kind of reference, but even as a I have a young a young family member, um, a cousin actually that every time I hear about him, I, I'm not that super close with them, but. Um, my family says, oh, I just got out of rehab and I just got out of jail and like, oh, I just got arrested again. Oh, no, it doesn't seem like it's a good momentum. I've I've leaned in to the amount that I can, but there's a certain amount of uh, kind of like honesty that someone, I suppose, has within themselves of like, is it worth me pouring myself into this person if they're if they're not ready to hear it? Um, Am I, are these words falling upon deaf ears kind of thing? Um, and I suppose it's just a very different kind of uh, way of interfacing with someone's spiritual philosophical orientation, which their life is now showing up as a byproduct of. I think that's where, you know, interventions come in handy, which that's, that's a real thing. I think it helps people probably a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also something that this doesn't seem to be, uh, obviously it's very different, but I see it as a solar teaching an emphasis of like we need to give you this that you don't you know you need to get it's like those people need something from that uh i don't know that um you're you're converting someone you're converting them as a soul to being on your team and it's like that whole idea of uh you know denying someone the heavens or the heavenly state or god or the kingdom of god or however you want to see it just based on that lensing versus uh, i think a lens that has some kind of understanding of well this is their this is this lifetime for that person to figure it out and if they really want it they they have to come to it on their own push them a certain amount you can kind of push them away also 
and respecting free will, reflecting someone's interest of learning from the thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, those are a couple other angles yeah. on it. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm well studied in the scriptures and my, my mind. Like you can say anything, and I I've trained myself to like, oh yeah, that's what, and that's what's helped me with wow. Eastern mysticism and thought because they'll I'll hear Yogananda say something, or I'll hear Manly P. Hall say something, or whoever, and my mind mm. goes immediately to some obscure verse of like, wow, okay, it's. Or, or I'm researching the seven hermetic principles. And, oh, that's why the scripture says that, 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 that. Oh, so the seven hermetic principles are in the Bible. Cool. Awesome. We can yeah, study yeah. this. So yes. my mind goes to the scriptures just to say that, you know, Paul says, uh, become all things to all men so that you can win some. And so here you are at the, at, at the concert, as you always are. And then there's vegans here. Wow, those are my people. Let me, dad, they're not going to listen to you. They might, they might throw a bucket of pain on you and say it's blood. Like there's, there's no telling what's going to happen, but let me go and speak to them. Let me go talk to them. I'm going to be the ambassador, if you will, to these people and find common ground and talk with them. And so like becoming all things to all men is like just sitting with people where they are. I meet them where they're at. Like for those who are vegans, listen, we're going to talk vegan. For those of you who are hunters, you can talk to a hunter and a meat eater and sympathize with them. Yeah, the type O negative. Yeah, you're going to be anemic if you stop eating. Be careful. Maybe eat yeah. meat once a month. You know what I'm saying? Twice a month. Uh, but be careful. So there's wisdom and a, a way that you can connect with that person where it's not proselytizing. Like there's an exchange and there's like an offering and just, and really you don't even have to, give anybody anything you're like you just being there is gonna you're gonna exchange but but not trying to is the yeah, big not thing that once christians let that go and, and whatever it takes for for each person because every everybody's different for some it's a revelation of hell it's a study of the bible and they find out damn hell doesn't exist I've come to another revelation and Jesus was talking about the trash heap in Gehenna and and there is no such like there is no mention of hell in the Old Testament. And so whatever it is, like if this if they're studying most Christians, if you could show it to them in the Bible, they'll change the way they think because the word is mm -hmm. truth to them. And like if you can show wow. me. So when it becomes down to all things wow. to all men, I, I have to talk Christianese to you. Like, I can't come mm. with you about, hey, come do yoga, meditate with us and open your chakras. No, let's say, listen, you you just need balance in your life. You need to get your sex drive taken under control. I may tell somebody else they need to get their root chakra right and be, not be living from the root. There's different ways. I love it, especially as a hip hop artist. Like, it's opened up so much, so much wordplay for me because I was a Christian artist. And, mm. you know, I only had seven words I can say for Jesus, Jesus and Yeshua, <laughs> maybe Mashiach. That's a cool word. But now I'm like Sananda. Mm. I'm talking about the cosmic Christ. Like I'm using I'm just angels, aliens. There's so much more wordplay, but Glad. meeting meeting people where they are. So when it mm. comes to like your dad or whatever, and those people like, hey, tell your dad, to stop eating meat. You're the one to do it. You tell him. My response at, at this point when people try to project like that, hey, you need to tell your audience that this is wrong. That getting back, you know, this is I'm getting those messages. I'm like, no, you need to tell them. You need mm -hmm. to tell my dad that eating meat's wrong. Mm -hmm. No, you do it. And they want you to carry their message or whatever. Like if it's your mm -hmm. conviction and you've given your life and you've showed up at this concert, like you're here for a reason. You need yeah. to do it. Not that I need to do it. Whether it's that becoming all things to all men and these are just this this is one or the other your dad might be set on not 
being able to learn from you because you're his son. Like, yeah, I can't have my son correct me and teach me how to eat and keep that. There could be that going on. But the other side, you may be the only one to be able to, to show him these ways. Right. So we don't know. But when somebody has a burning passion that they try to project on you to like take their torch and run with it and say, you need to say this or you need to do this. It's like I'm always like, no, you need to. And they get mad. But it's like, hold on, sit with that a moment. Like you have a passion. I don't have a passion for this message. Like it's going to seem I speak on it or whatever, but that's going to seem disingenuous if I try to come off as an LGBTQ expert and preach your, your gospel. It's not this. Your, it burns within you. Live it. You're living. This is your reality. I'm with you. I love you and I honor you. But, um, you know, I, I have mine, too, <laughs> that, that I'm having a hard time getting, you know, this truth out in, in, in these messages, you know. But um, speaking of that, you know, what what your dad, it was weird, but it was synchronistic how it happened. I'm scrolling on on TikTok as as I do, <laughs> and uh, I'm scrolling TikTok, and I saw a, a video of your dad from the '90s. I saw I am I don't have to really go into it, but it's, it was the, the Kurt Cobain video of him like doing a rant on on Kurt Cobain after he after he uh, committed suicide. And uh, and so and it was some some TikToker was like, look at Ted Nugent, look how he responded. He would be canceled today, and it played the clip. And I hadn't seen anything on your dad in years, and I see that clip, and it stuck with me. Most of the time, I would just keep scrolling, like, wow, I never seen that. That's pretty harsh that he said that. And then Charnell's like, hey, I got a I got a friend who I want you to meet. He's a rapper too. It's actually Ted Nugent's son. I'm like. Dang, I just seen the damn TikTok, and now we're, we're gonna do a roundtable wow. with them, and uh, and like I understand that, but I also understand your dad in that interview and how he's just raw. You know, it's what he does. Like you, nobody's gonna hear him if he was raw. You know what I'm saying? He has to be out there and like that and 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 be assertive. Um, but in in your conversations with your dad, because you 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 filmed some of the sit downs with rolling ideas off of of off of your dad and stuff, and those have been some really cool videos to watch. And uh, and I hear him talk about drug abuse, and I hear him talk about drug mm -hmm. addicts and being next to them, and people trying to get him to shoot up or to drink, mm -hmm. and he's in that lifestyle, and how much like adamantly against it he was, so that he wouldn't get caught up in that whirlwind you know and, and yeah. we can and that's your dad obviously i know you see these things but the same with the preacher like a lot of people who are preaching against homosexuality when they really just going at it like going against it you find out that they're closet homosexuals and they can't be who they Man. who they were created to be i'll say that you know and so Man. they 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 start attacking that very thing that they hate about themselves and those Christians, Christians will do it too, because you got a freedom in you, truth seeker, Rocco, whoever listening, you have a freedom that I still beat myself up with it anytime that I do it. And, uh, and, and so you, you know, that freedom, they, they attack it. They don't know what else to do. They can't honor it and let right. my, and just let you live your life. I got to right. attack it. And so we see a lot of that going on, navigating through these, um, narratives, and so many more right now. And all those narratives come from trauma. I'm, I'm, drop, I'm dropping a couple of things out here. I mentioned that that thing with um, 
pin Gillette to go back and watch that if you can. But also there's a documentary on Netflix called Misha and the Wolves. We sat down and watched it, me and my wife. And uh, I've been interviewing some really interesting people lately. But when it comes to narratives and when it comes to to trauma and stories that people make up, it is insane, man. These, you know, people live these realities that are real, even if it's only real to them, man. And uh, and that documentary really brought that to life. And I'm, I mean, I'm a seeker, dude. Like, I want to hear your story. We're going to, I've seen some stuff. I'm a skeptic. I'm a skeptic when it comes to all of this stuff because I want proof. But when you hold out, you get the real deal, you know? And so, you know, there's a lot of people responding to trauma and triggers because if trauma comes from a, a wound, you were wounded when you were seven, your your dad was a pastor and they excommunicated you because you're a child of Satan, whatever. Like those stories exist for sure. And anytime yeah. somebody touches that open wound, it triggers you. You're, you know, you, you have a response to that trauma. But those are good for us who people who identify and work as healers because we know what areas to to you know send some energy to 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 send some nourishment some treatment to in others but also heal yourself first heal the healers and so when we find ourselves getting triggered and somebody said that and it made me revert back to lashing back out at people and stuff like hold on why, why can't i hold my peace when somebody brings every subject up but that one and i have to be assertive and I, i'm losing friends and so, you know, trauma and, and narratives and us hanging out with people who aren't here right now. They're on a different wavelength and a realm of existence. And it, it was it was there. It, it is their way to cope with trauma, to cope with hurt. You know, a lot even when it comes to abductions, I'm, I'm, I'm interviewing a lot of alien abductee people and people who are contacting one of the most interesting things. And Richie, if you're listening to this, this is the the alien gray theory that I left off the other night when we were talking. But one of the Mm -hmm. alien gray theories where people say, I've been abducted and they were looking over me and there was lights and they were putting things in me. A lot of people talk about the connection with those alien abduction experiences and running experiences, experiments on them is come from birth trauma. When you were snatched out of your mother's womb by this uh, doctor with a mask on and big goggles and they're all looking at you and giving you shots and all this kind of stuff, like coming out of the womb to this new world, taking your first breath of air and all of these people are pulling on you and stuff. And like you're getting memories at like seven years old of these beings looking at you and you're seeing it like there's some interesting connections with alien abductions, even being linked to birth trauma, the way you came out of the womb. Man, I I would love for you to talk to my brother Hermes. He's the thing that just popped up while we were talking. His Instagram is Awakened Consciousness Collective. He's other than I'd say you and I. He he's one of the more um, esoterically informed, occult informed, magically informed beings in the crystallinity that I've ever witnessed. And uh, in terms of like the different yeah ways that these kind of dream traumas show up, like with the grays and relating it to the birth trauma and you know that as an actual memory um yeah i think there's a lot to it man that's quite the that's quite the portal there yeah uh the, and uh charnel's asking for the name you said awaken conscious collective 
Yeah, Awaken Conscious Collective. I think or Awaken Consciousness Collective. Okay. But yeah, it's a it's like a pretty big page. It's it posts a lot of memes and stuff, but he actually has awesome other online uh like uh a bunch a bunch of offerings. Yeah, high level. Nice, nice, nice. The trauma's deep, dog. Like when you I got to stop talking. I, I love this stuff, but I'm just like religion is, I think is a response to trauma. You know, the trauma of, Ditto. of death, of what happens to us when we die. Like, bro, spirituality, all of these, Jesus saving you and giving you eternal life. Like you got to pick something or just being okay with, with death. Like some people get to the point where they're okay with, Hey, when I die, it's just nothing. We don't exist anymore. It's scary to talk to those people. Cause that that's very scary to me, and uh, but I understand yeah. that religion and finding. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic. When I can, I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A narrative that takes away that fear of death is is something that all humans deal with. Every single one of us. And and for some people, listen, I talk to a lot of past life regression people. I'm not. I can't say that I fully believe that 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 narrative. But I got people who were sold on it. But it's just like as long as you're sold on past life re- re- uh, regression that you get to keep coming back, then you never die. Or, well, I'm just going to be energy in the cosmos. Hence, I'll never die. There's just we have to come to this understanding of why we will never die. OK, well, I get to be live eternal life with with Jesus. I never die. He offers eternal life. He has defeated death. He has defeated the grave. He's given us a second chance at life. We're already dead now, and we were born again in, in the spirit, and our spirits will live in eternity. And you have all of these. Every religion gives you something different about what happens, and and uh, people want to be okay. I recognize that in religion. I recognize that in interviews, and it's like because I recognize it in myself, you know. And maybe that's a projection, but I do feel like it is the we'll make up myth, we make up story, we make up something. And that is even a response to trauma to say, okay, this is what happens when we die, guys. I've never died, bro. I don't know. Like for me to tell you exactly, yeah, the Bible, I can tell you what the Bible says. I believe it. And I know that that belief comforts me. I don't know for a fact. There's also some other cool stuff about reincarnation in the Bible, right? I don't know. I'm not an expert. I never died. Yes, you have. Let's do a regression. (laughs) And you know that you were a king in Egypt. Okay, let's do it, man. (laughs) <laughs> i'm a skeptic bro i want to know like i know there's too many fakers bro there's too many people yes. making this this stuff up as they go and they get an audience and they get a crowd and they keep doing it 
course, with all things, there will be those who are in the shadow trying to get the shine of the brightness. It's a response to trauma. It's a response to nobody ever listening to them. I didn't have now. Now I got all these Christians listening to me. Now I got a, now I got a, a platform with new agers listening to me or whatever it is like it's because nobody listens to you and your family or growing up. So now you deviate and go start something where you got people listening. It was, that's even a response to trauma. What you know about the Akashic field and how it informs karma and how trauma is a reflection of karma. Hmm. Um, not, not the science of it. You know what I'm saying? I know, uh, I know have all you the terms, at... but not, I'm not an expert on them by any means. So, um, if I may expound a bit, um, cause just, you just pointed out a bunch of really gushy, good stuff. Um, man. So I had, uh, two, I would call them near death experiences, um, with Archangel Michael. And all he did was kind of like he poked me into an awareness of what it feels like to waste energy and why it's disrespectful, basically. Man. Those were at uh, 20, 21 and then again at 24. Um, Yeshua spoke to my left ear at 3.30 a.m. December 2012, 2016 and said one word, Paul. And made me go look and was what did this do? Paul, what saw Paul, what happened? What is he really pointing at? What are these letters about? And then I go into this initiation through uh there's one yoga teacher that just I loved it. It was just funny, but it was like making good sense and I like that. And it seemed practical and not foo foo woo woo. Um and then I realized the real thing I wanted is called Raja Yoga. Raja Yoga is like the yoga of my mind. I want my mind's fluctuations to go away. I want my mind to be calm and steady and, and basically an instrument of my expression and not a hindrance of my expression. A tool that I'm able to use instead of a tool that I don't know how to use and I hurt myself. You know, a hammer that I'm able to hit nails in with, not a hammer that I break my thumb with kind of thing. Um, then... Raja Yoga and Siddha kind of paired together for me and started working with DMT. And I saw that because I was anchored in certain yoga practices that it actually informed my framework during these experiences. Started seeing that framework, mental framework is basically karma. Karma is this kind of like um, etheric template, psychological template and etheric elemental template that each soul comes into each body with. Each body gets basically imprinted with plasma, ionic, solar sunlight of the I am presence when the first breath is taken by that child. <laughs> Prana, chi, clicks into that carbon and that boom is the star moment. All those astrological, those are all just elemental reflections of that I am presence in, in that moment. And that soul I am is coming into that body because that body has kind of momentum because of the parents and the parents, 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 and then the social moment and then that geometrical kind of influence of all those planets. Everything is this pressure point onto that soul's first breath and their life has all these kind of uh, most likely things and less likely things. Free wills, this uh, bowling ball in the middle of gutters, and sometimes there's bumpers depending on 
if someone has good karma. But I got really, really interested in what karma was, and how how Yeshua's teachings basically aligned with karma, or even Gautama's teachings. Um, and I, I really was interested in that. And this dude named uh, Krishnamurti stood out. You know, you know him. And um, looking at how, yeah, like all these religions are somebody found something but then a bunch of people wanted to follow the one who found it some of the ones who follow find it themselves and stop being a follower and start being the the realizer or the finder so to speak mm-hmm. um and then most though it seems like the majority don't uh use that guidance system in the same way that that first person or the the origin point of the teaching or as ayn rand would say the the fountainhead of that teaching it's not exactly replicated. It's like the phone, a tele, uh, the, well, the game of telephone where it's like whisper into one person's ear, 30 people, ear, you know, 30 years later, that person whispers back to you what the original whisper was, was very different. Um, and yeah, man, started seeing, so I said, Akashic field, karma and trauma. So I learned about trauma in 2017, 18, 19. I got certified um, from this amazing the situation out here in LA, um, psychoneural energetics, uh, uh, Judith and Catalina lived with these two master teachers back in the day and like learned a lot from them. They're bringing this there. So I'm learning about that. But okay, how does that line up with Christ? All right, Christ really is just the crystal. The crystal is the soul self. The soul self is the Jiva Atma. Jiva Atma really is Krishna conscious awareness presence that is a. Babies make ah, 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 ga, 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 ahs and oohs and consonants shape around vowels. The body, life, these moments, vowels are the things that fill up the opening. And so Christ is really the soul. So then what's the body and how can we all get different bodies? And it's really just the elements assembled in astrology, gene keys, human design, all really cool reflections of that. But I see karma as situational momentum that we're all inside of, or rather we're interfacing with as our life. Um, But when someone chooses their eternal life, they're basically choosing their soul selves. I am compass versus their physical world identity, trauma based compass. And those are the kind of the two polling things for every soul on a very realistic, pragmatic every day during their life why somebody chooses spirituality in the first place or alchemy or anything like that, sadhana, dharma, whatever it is. Um, but yeah, then I got a couple of different moments where I interface with somebody that said they read the Akashic field. And I'd be like, what does that really mean? What is the Akashic field? Heard Sadhguru talk about it, was in person with him twice, blown away. Like, all right, it's very real. Um, asked different teachers about it. And honestly, DMT has been one of my main teachers um and didn't really start having integrated 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 experiences until i could hold padmasana which is full lotus you know where you can put the the legs kind of in this very particular lock and i started having different experiences out the top of my crown and saw a very vivid real electromagnetic uh blueprinting witnessing experiences of what my energy body is and how it's composed of these sediments that uh, you can measure them in density. So the bones, we all have bones, but some people don't have bones in certain areas. Certain people have traumas that take away bones from certain areas. And astrologically, there's this incredible mirror there. It's like, yeah, you're going to, your Venus and Taurus, we're like gonna, 
hit this moment and uh this vedic astrologer one time showed me this 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 map and this diagram and i I see it as the elements are pulled together by ether ether is like the glue of time space um so why jesus and yeshua is one of the most powerful teachings in the world is because it just says choose the soul choose your soul your soul saves you the i am that i am is what you are in awareness consciousness that which experiences all experience choose that you'll go to the father be with the father you experience all the stuff through the body still but you're just going to choose everything in life differently because you're really at home upstairs um paul selig amazing author you know know that name paul selig yeah the name's familiar what what did he write uh alchemy paul selig uh profound profound teaching um there's another book paul selig uh I forgot the name of it, but he uses this term, the upper room. And he he's like Abraham. He's like Bashar. And for me, that's Christ consciousness. They just give it this new name. And I see their Dharma kind of encouraging them to give it a new name because it's it's really the light fractalizing into other people um, in the you know, sound complexes that they can receive. And, you know, mm-hmm. everybody's going to find what they yeah. need to find for them. Well, it's um, like, yeah, that it's. The, the messenger, like, because you got people who aren't going to receive from Jesus because of their dad, because their dad yes, was a yes. pastor, but they'll receive it from Seth, you know, and they'll receive it from Bashar uh, or channeling a space alien. You know what I'm saying? Like that, like I'll receive, like even saying the same things. Like I got, I know Christians who will crucify you when you, when you share the beautiful teachings of Jesus, but you don't quote the verses or you change it up a little bit and you live it. Because they want it in this container. They want it in this box. You can be saying and doing the same thing. But because it's not in that container that they're used to. We talked about at the beginning, just the boxes. We want to put, okay, that's the Christian box. There's the there's the yoga. He's talking yoga now. There's a yoga box, you know. And, and so, okay, he's a yogi. He talks about Christ. We want to put, we got boxes for, for people. Because we've met people. We've met other Christians. Well, we met other Hindus or New Agers or whatever it is that, when you I, when you meet somebody you're, you're like okay he's this he's that he's that and when you when you blow those paradigms out the water I I, I love doing that you know it's a and um, enigma or whatever and just blowing those boxes away and, and messing with people's head and then being able to kind of share truth in that kind of because you got to like destroy that paradigm in a sense like all Christians are this or all what we thought all Muslims were that all Muslims are terrorists or all muslims are extreme radical extremists it's like no that's not the case that that was like that's like saying every christian is a a member of the ku klux klan i know a lot of christians in the ku klux klan in the south in mississippi and i used to work with them on the job i got to meet them firsthand and so people you think that all you know christians are that we we got these boxes that we put people in because of our life's experience but and you and you can't receive from them we Saturn. all we all have the thing we just shut down like yeah i have it but but i know it's i have it because i identify it though like obviously we know it's there so that allows us to kind of take the back door okay i know that there's some resistance here but i'm gonna listen anyway because there was the scriptures where god spoke through balaam's donkey like god spoke through a donkey like he was kicking the damn donkey or whatever because he wouldn't go a certain way but the donkey could see something that he couldn't see and he wouldn't listen. He wouldn't take a hint. So the donkey started talking to him. And if, and if God can use and speak through a donkey, then he can speak through the people who I think he can't. 
And when you step into that, again, all is God. I see God, Christ in everything. Then you open up to a new realm of possibility that your your devotion to Christ, he'll speak through you through church and through Christians. He'll also speak through you through Muslims. He'll also speak through you through watching an episode of whatever movies on the television or an ad on a billboard or somebody's True. bumper sticker or numbers, 1111, 333. Oh my God. He's trying to do whatever he can to get my attention. I am conscious. I'm lucid in the dream. So therefore, it's like I can listen to Bashar. Okay, it's cool. I can listen to Jesus. I can listen to Buddha, Muhammad. It doesn't matter. It's like once you once you know the truth, the Bible says you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Most Christians are like, okay, if we know Jesus. He sets us free. Yeah, he's in that. You can identify the good and the bad in it. There's Christ in there's some bad. There's some listen, hey man, Seth, they got some weird stuff, dude. There's some demonics, yeah. there's some dark energy in it all. In Christianity, there's some super dark stuff. Be careful. There's the yin and the yang, but that's the beauty that we get to look at it and like, okay, I know they threw you away. That's why I get emotional talking about this. It is the story of Christ. It is the cross. It's like, listen, I know they all gave up on you. I know your family gave up on you. I know your friends. I know you said you weren't nothing. And we see the people Christ reached out to, the prostitutes, the tax collectors, the ones that society, everybody gave up, but he saw, he saw something valuable in those people. He saw that he could look and everybody saw the bad. But if you look a little bit closer and look through this veil of the box and open the, open the box and look in it, and you can see that person's soul. You can see their spirit. You can breathe life upon them. You can prophesy to them. You can speak to them and change their day, change their moment, change their situation, change their entire life with a word of encouragement. And Jesus did that with everybody that he met. Even his enemies, he left them dumbfounded and had them thinking. And, and man, and he did that to me. You know what I'm saying? So I owe it to humanity and to myself and to him, you know what I'm saying? To pay it forward. You know what I'm saying? In every way I can, even if it's just sprinkling a little salt, it might not be doing no miracles in the street. We would want to, but it may be just through a conversation of being vulnerable and speaking your truth that in, in the midst of that people know the truth in the midst of a conversation and it sets them free. That's it. that's it man that's the gospel that's it. i like both of it dude you know what i'm saying i there's a part of me that remains to the gospel of being broken like i i got a lot of friends even in the christian movement there's mystical christian movements that are thriving right now they're growing it's really cool they're embracing yoga they're embracing breath work it's really cool i love it christian mystics but a, a lot of those people are starting to get away from what they call um original sin which is like we were born sinners or whatever. And I know that's what we've been told in the church. And yeah, that's, that's, a, why that's a sticky one. You're a sinner in need of a savior, but they're like, no, no, listen, you're, you're redeemed. You're, you're made whole. You're not a dirty, rotten sinner. You never were. The only thing that happened was when you believed you were, and that's what made you that because you believed it. And, and I got a lot of friends in that movement and, and, and I'm, I'm in that movement to a, to a degree, but it's like, I can get so lofty to think I'm so ascended and my head is in the cloud, but my feet aren't connected to the earth. And I need the grace that I needed 21 years ago now when Christ found me in my sin. Like 
I still need him. And it was pretty bad. It was pretty far. Out. I was going schizophrenic. I was possessed by evil spirits and going, I was sickly. Like it was bad. And I, but it's so easy. I'm so far removed from that person to forget about that and say, well, now I've, I've got everything together. And now that's the old me. It's like, listen, I'm one wrong move away from killing somebody. I'm one wrong move away from slapping the taste out of one of my fans mouth when they talk down to me in in public you know what i'm saying like it's a daily thing the grace and the peace in that moment that's how whatever how spiritual i am or how much i love spirituality it is to balance out that negative energy the light and the dark still exists it's still there there may come a time where i need to slap somebody in the mouth that they stepped in my family you know what i'm saying they break in my home like you gotta go to war you know what i'm saying so Everything exists and we get to see the yin and the yang and we choose this day who will serve the light or the dark and uh, to think that you've transcended or it's not. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus in there is the moment they find out that your pastor has a kid tied up in his basement and he's been teaching on on this new doctrine of how he's untouchable and there's no guile in him and Come on now, like, you, you know, pride cometh before a fall. And so I, I understand that. And it keeps it keeps me humble. But I am lofty. I know who I am in the spirit. You know what I'm saying? I know who I'm connected to. I know that we are luminous beings within this body. This body is temporary, but we get to experience duality. And that's beautiful. We want to transcend it. We want to leave it. We want to leave our bodies. And guess what? If you die, you're the, when you die and you're in the Akashic, guess what you're going to want to do? I want another body. I wish I was still in my body. It's like, listen, be here, be present, be in the moment. And you said wasting energy. Come on, man. That's plant teachers. Like, that's Jesus. Be anxious for nothing. Be in the moment. Stay in the moment. Any moment that you're not present is a waste of that moment. And that's what they all sing with the resounding gong. Every single one of every plant teacher, hey man, be present, be mindful, listen a little bit more. Like you only got a little bit of time there, like create some beautiful stuff. It's in you. Nothing's going to stop you. We're going to show you how to do it. When you reach these blissful states of meditation, you said DMT, psilocybin, it's these same messages that are from, e- they're whispers from eternity, which are synchronicities reminding you, hey, truth seeker, you lucid in the dream, bro. You get to do some really cool stuff, man. Take take advantage yeah. of it. So, oh, I know I'm ranting, man. I'm, uh, I love the energy, bro. Um, and I know you got to go, man. Um, 
and uh go ahead and plug your stuff dude uh, you're a hip-hop artist you got some really cool music that you're working on some really cool music out, out. you're active on instagram you do one-on-one sessions you got some courses and stuff like that coming out let people know where they can uh tap into your work man and, and listen to some of your tunes and book sessions and all that cool stuff bro Man, I appreciate your prism and your reflectivity and your anchoredness and your articulation and your full spectrum kind of like historical analytic awareness. It's a it's a blessing to be in coherence with you, bro. Appreciate you. Thank the space you, you hold. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, on Instagram, it's at Rocco Moon, R-O-C-C-O-M-O-O-N. Moon stands for Miss Out on Nothing. You heal and resolve FOMO, the feeling of missing out, which is separateness from what you want to have by missing out on nothing and choosing what you're unwilling to miss out on and living that daily. I uh, got an online course coming out, Mirror Alchemy, which is basically uh, kind of Buddhic awareness, simplified, pragmatized. I'd say it's the next level of Christ consciousness, which is mirror consciousness, which is just highly emotionally intelligent, pragmatic, uh, alchemical beingness on a daily level. Uh, got another uh, online course, Moon Alchemy program, pretty much like spiritual embodiment. I don't like the term enlightenment as much as embodiment makes it really, again, that word pragmatic, um, all of the highest level enlightenment stuff, but simplified, pragmatized for a a waking state kind of, yeah. uh, Is it, is it helpful? Yes or no. Um, Everything's pretty much on Instagram, been putting out music as Rocco Moon, but just went through this, identity shifts and the moon just stopped feeling feeling like it was part of the music so the teachings are going to be more kind of with this last name of moon as a as a branding because you know what what you and i are both doing is reflecting the light of the infinite sun into this space so i see a moon as a metaphor of that and uh the music will keep coming out but as rocco with a comma at the end but again just go to rocco moon on the instagram and the link tree there's uh services offered gives you kind of clarity as to what um my specialties are as a servant to each soul um mirror sessions are what i call them when we do like a full kind of quantum alchemy scan of what is the most relevant thing that anybody needs assistance with um i don't believe in confusion i feel confusion is just psychological pressure and friction waiting for clarity to have an aha moment i'm an aha moment gardener and uh, I just work as an extension of the crystal body that we all are as one infinite intelligence. And um, yeah, the online courses, fun eight week program and then a 12 week program, one-on-ones, love doing those. See anything you need on Instagram. That's about it. That's what's up, that's what's up. Uh, Rocco, enjoyed it, man. And uh, anytime you want to do it again, we, we need to do it. I'm sure there's so much that we can talk on. and. We didn't even like crack your story. We just went in on some deep stuff off the yeah, going, yeah. going into your story and stuff. There's still more that I'd like to explore with you and, and, and get your take on a lot of stuff too. So let me know when you want to do it again, man. We'll make it happen. Man, would love to. And yeah, let's like plant a seed here with whoever's listening and whoever watches this, like maybe comment what you'd like to see us kind of go in on and what topics. Um, I'd love to talk to you more about how you've alchemized your masculine heritage into what you are now. I think both of us have something to comment there um, sure, amongst, sure. I'm sure, some other fun topics too. But yeah, bro, appreciate you. It's been a blessing. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Heck yeah. Zoom. Rocco Moon, ladies and gentlemen. Rocco, thanks for coming on. And uh, again, yeah, like I said, we'll have to do it again.
And with that, I'm going to say peace so, and shalom, Rocco. We'll do it again, bro. Peace. I say peace. Blessings. Ladies and gentlemen, Rocco Moon. Yeah. The Nugent's son, Ted Nugent's son. Killing it, man. Killing it. Uh, spiritual powerhouse. I think I, uh, I, I labeled this episode. Pretty cool name. Spiritual powerhouse. Um, brothers really in touch, really in tune. Got, got a lot in common. A lot more to explore. And um, hopefully, yeah, there'll be a, a friendship. There'll be some camaraderie. There'll be some music come out, you know? Something like that will make it happen. Um, we're not done with this episode yet, guys. For those of you who are on Patreon and want to join this episode, if you have any uh, questions or comments and you want to be on camera or not, just turn your camera off. You can do that by uh, going to the Patreon and just going down to the last episode and click the Zoom link to join in. I do have... Um, a guest that we're going to bring in here in a moment and uh, I'll introduce him on the other side of this short break. We're going to take a short break and on the other side, listen, we're going to talk about U UFOs. We're going to talk about orbs. We're going to talk about ufology and somebody who's having a lot of amazing encounters here in a minute. So make sure you guys stick with us on the other side of this break and we'll be right back. Wow, so the throne room meditation, man. Uh, this was just like a new level for me of creating encounter. Uh, really the process behind it is going in for myself, having an encounter with the Lord, tapping into the spirit and getting in his presence and really just petitioning the Father's heart and saying, God, what would you say to them? If I'm bringing these people with me here, if they're doing this guided meditation and we're going through this journey, we're having fun, we're seeing things, we're experiencing new feelings and emotions and sensations, what would you say to them? So it's channeling the Father's heart and relating it back to the people. So man, it's just a beautiful encounter. And um, I remember when I wrote the first one, um, I was so excited about it. And it was just God speaking to my heart. I was able to channel the Father's heart and um, I would read the script to people because I was just so excited while I was working on it. And every time that I would just read the script, the presence of God would just invade me and I just burst into tears and I couldn't even read it. I'm just like, let me copy and paste it and send it to you. But every time I listen to it, I'm immediately translated back into the throne room of God and uh, everything's good there. That's the place where everything is okay where in the scriptures it says that we are to hide under the shadow of the Almighty. This is the throne room of God. This is the place that we can encounter for ourselves, but this is also a place in which we dwell. So a part of us is always there and we have access to that. Now there's people who have never encountered this before in their life and it's a totally new experience for them. And almost every time I get a testimony back from someone, they just say how God wreck their lives, that they didn't know what they were getting into. Next thing they know, they're in the presence of God, wrapped up in His glory. He's communicating His love to them, and it just totally wrecks their lives. So make sure you check out the throne room, guided meditation, visualization that I brought to the table. There are things that go bump in the night. Pull up a chair. Don't be scared. For you have many friends unaware. On the Truth Seeker Podcast.
With the Truth Seeker Podcast. My guest is uh, joining me right now, but he's having some audio issues. Uh, see if you can leave and come back, Nate, which I think you just did. And uh, we'll see if we can hear you. Get your mic working. Again, we're going to be talking about UFOs, ufology, which is something that's near and dear to my heart. Um, I need to pull these pictures up just so that I can uh, show you guys who are on stream. But my Facebook has been tripping. But I had somebody reach out to me and sent me... Uh, some pictures and videos of UFOs and um, sent them to my um, Facebook. And I think we're, I think he's back with us now. Nathan, are you there, bro? Hey, bro, can you hear me? Mm. He sent me these... Uh, uh, pictures. I'm trying to see if I can share them on the on the stream right quick, just because they're really, really cool. But my Facebook isn't loading. But he sent them to me and was telling me all of these different experiences that he was having with UFOs and with orbs and um, interesting thing, telepathic communication. And that's something that we cover here a lot. I've been talking about u ufology a lot. We've been talking about. Um, Interviewing people who have had continued contact with lights in the sky and, and UFOs and, and things of that nature. But they talk about having continued contact. They talked about having telepathic communication, downloads, and epiphanies, and who or what they are. Um remains a mystery for a lot of people you know they can talk about their their experience they can talk about what they think it is you know uh, but it's really you we get into weird territory when when people come forth and, and tell you exactly what it is and tell you that i know for a fact that these are the beings from zeta reticuli or the beings from orion like you know, there's there's some there's some muddy water there for a skeptic. Maybe for you, you believe it. You know, maybe it's it resonated with something deep down in you when they said it and that, and that it's truth. I don't know. But a lot of people are having a lot of different experiences. And even though, you know, we talk about uh, UFO and, and alien abduction and and how that's being phased out and we don't even hear those terms being used anymore. We talk about that, but. Some people still say it's happening. Other people say that you hear more of people calling themselves contactees and experiencers or awakeners in those terms. They sound like more fun terms and people are willing it to happen. People are actually going out into the fields and doing CE5 initiatives. And if you don't know what that is, you go out into an open field, you go out under the night sky, and you ask for a sighting, you ask for um, 
a, a ship to appear or a being to appear. We don't we don't even have to say um, a ship. You could say a being because I think a lot of the stuff that we're seeing are actually entities. That these these aren't plasma ships or um, or uh, not plasma ships because that plasma ship could be a being as well. They're not nuts and bolts ships. They're not um, what what people would call back engineered craft or even or even physical craft as far as with occupants in it. But you look into the night sky and you see these lights. You see these orbs. You see all of this stuff. And you could be looking at an entity itself, is which I believe most of the things that I've seen have been along that line, has definitely been um, entities. Nathan, I think we hear you yes. now, buddy. Okay, Got it hi. Figured out, man. <laughs> I think there is some sort of Bluetooth uh, miscommunication going on there. Nice. So I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to uh, do the, you know, lead into the segment and work audio controls and try to help you get your mic worked out at the same time. But we're here, man. So I don't know if you heard much of what I'm what I'm talking about, but I get a lot of pictures, man. I get a lot of pictures in my inbox and, uh, Hey, what is this? And most of the time it's like, uh, I don't even see anything. Um, honestly, most of the time it's like a shadow, maybe a, it looks like it could be a face in the shadow or something. But, uh, some of the, the pictures and videos that you see me were, were really interesting, bro. And, uh, I want to, I want to talk to you. I want to break it down, hear what you're going through and your relationship and what you're experiencing, what's going on in your head. I know how it is. How long has this been happening? But yeah, what? So why did you inbox me and send me these pictures? You, you've been listening to the podcast and things like that. Yeah. So I guess I'll take it from like the most recent, and then bring it all the way back to the past. So we we'll start from the, the beginning and we'll go back to the end from when I first know. Um, so about two years ago, um, I'm just outside. I'm whittling my own chess set. I'm listening to reggae music. I'm sort of day drinking. I'm looking down at an ant, thinking to myself, man, this ant and I are so much alike, man. I'm just doing my thing, not even know what's going on. And I'm thinking in the back of my mind, I'm also like God, just looking down on me, just ready to take over. If you know, like I've always been a type of, you know, step over ants, help help spiders out, whatnot. And then all of a sudden I got this feeling come over me, which this feeling's happened to me before. And, you know, this just like energetic, uh, like a buzzing feeling, like this, like energy, like electricity almost. And then I look up and I see these, you know, two balls of light just spinning around, dancing around each other. And I'm thinking, oh man, I'm glad I had my phone this time. So I take my phone out and I'm recording and, um, you know, and in the, the recording, I get, you know, pretty excited because it is exciting because I, I know what they are because this is the second time that it's happened to me. So after I record it and then I go back and I look at this, these videos, you know, I call my girlfriend out. She's looking at them too. Um, you know, it's, it's not just me who sees these seasoning things. So then when you break the video down, slow it down, you can see at least 20 of these smaller, just softball, softball size brown objects with what looks like wings chasing around black rectangles 
Um, that's what I can describe them as. Um, and then some, sometimes you'll see discs of light. And then as I'm sitting there, this, uh, you know, the sensation comes through this, uh, like lightning rod of like just energy coming, surging through the top of my head, out through my body, down the left, out of my leg. And, um, you know, ever since then, um, just been searching around, trying to find out what these things are. I've turned to religions, I, um, you know, different religions. Um, you know, the Quran, the Quran talks about the jinn and Kareen. Um, the Kareen is supposed to be something that's spiritually tied to a human when it's born, trying to get the human to do bad deeds. Uh, I, you know, it, it gets, you know, really, uh, kind of messy when when you look in all that um so yeah i've just been looking around and then i found your podcast and every time that i hear you and your experiences and how you said that you've seen a fleet of them during the mm -hmm. daytime and it basically describes what i've been seeing and take that back six years ago the same incident happened to me where, where i seen three flying objects and like before it happened you know i was looking down to my son he's just in a baby harness and in front of me i'm just you know hey we're gonna look out this window we're gonna see something amazing then i see these three balls of light just flying by like real super high really super fast right behind each other and i just you know i thought out and i felt it from my heart and i called out and i said hey wh where are you going why don't you come back and then the, the, the in that moment the very last one stopped in its tracks and it started drifting towards me. And that's when I jumped on, uh, you know, the good old YouTube trying to find out, whoa, this is crazy because, you know, I've, I've seen a UFO before, but it's never been like this. Yeah. So, so then that's where you and I were talking about um, where I jumped on and I'd seen that video of the prophet Yahweh where he summons UFOs in front of the news crew. And I'm like, whoa, this is really cool. Um, so, and before all this happened, you know, I, I also had a UFO experience where I'd seen a big solid black trapezoid craft, um, with my friend, he was with me at the time. We both seen it, um, kind of just stopped on a four wheeler that we we're on, got off, started walking up to the house, looking at this thing, just floating at the back of my pond. We lived up north uh, in Atlanta, Michigan at the time. So 20 acres and this, you know, this thing was at the back of the property, but it was, it was huge. Um, so we looked down, we looked back and it's gone. Um, well, during that time is when my mom and my dad started telling me, they're like, yeah, you know, I've, I've seen UFOs too. And uh, the story with my mom was she was sitting at, you know, in her house with all of her brothers were gone um, out bowling with her dad and you know she was sitting out in the living room grandma was downstairs doing laundry get this feeling come to the window come look at the window same basic feeling that i got my you know that this my second experience so she finally looked you know finally had the curiosity to get up and go look and like i said it's just like it's not like a voice or it's just like a feeling when i say like they like communicate it's just like I wouldn't say someone's voice is just, just like a feeling, mm -hmm. you know, that, that you get They like, just like, Oh, like, I know, like, I don't know how I know. It's just like there. Um, 
And then the, the closest thing to these orbs, these light orbs that, that I can describe them as, um, to the best of my knowledge, is that my father, who was adopted um, on his communion day when he first got home, um, his adopted mother and their neighbor and him were in the basement. Not sure what they were doing, but the, his story was a, a, a ball of light about... Uh, bigger bigger than a grapefruit came in through the wall it hit his chest it hit my mother you know my grandma's chest and then the neighbor's chest and then it flew out through the glass block window so now here i am years later I, i'm still trying to find out what these things are you know i've researched ball lightning you know i've Go on the internet, you can find old historic reports of like these flying objects in the sky in like Germany, um, you know, and then the more recent ones that, that are on there. You know, I'm just, I'm just glad that I'm connecting with more people who I had no idea also existed out there, who is also experiencing these same things. And you know, I'm just glad to share with other people. And um, I'm just, you know, here to learn and find out what's going on. Yeah. And connect with you and you know get you know connect with other like-minded people and just so that we can you know all get together and say hey you know I, you, you're not the only one yeah for sure and that you know we hear that all the time of you're not the only one man like but that is so powerful when people find out that they're not crazy especially mm -hmm. going through this like i i i went i was kind of going through my awakening at the same time like that stuff facilitated awakening going out under the night sky hey are you guys out there can i see you pop, pop, pop. oh wow like yeah that for, yeah something's exists that knows my thoughts and is communicating and then it just opens up so many questions but then friends would disappear like oh am i crazy am i really experiencing this or did i make it all up in my head and, and what i believe showed itself to me now, there's a there's a, another rabbit trail that could be possible but for you um when you started out, like, did you, uh, this happened out of, out of nowhere for me, I seen prophet Yahweh first, but it was a, around the same time of doing some UFO studying and stuff. And then I saw prophet Yahweh. When I seen that, it was like, yeah, I'm going to do that. <laughs> like, so it was like prophet Yahweh came first and then some, some biblical study too, to make sure that it was safe and just studies on the angels and how they travel and could this be angelic because the Christian realm says, no, it's demons, man. Be careful. You guys are waving at demons, asking demons to come back and say, hey, to me and my son. So you can't even talk to them. They're closed down to the entire conversation. So it's like, well, who else do I talk to? Well, I got to go on some podcast and and have a conversation with people, which is what I did. I called into many podcasts and interviewed and started my own podcast where I got to interview those people for in long form. Um, was this like a first time experience when you seen it or did you watch a movie? Did you hear about someone who summoned UFOs or angels that are watching you in the sky or anything like that at first that planted the thought that could sprout? You know, I, I grew up without TV. Um, the coolest show I ever watched was the closest colors of the third kind, which I've seen young. Um, you know, I, you know, I didn't think too much of it. You know, ET scared me when I first seen that. I turned that off. Yeah. Um. So you know, I, I 
grew up with like Christian um, based family. And, you know, I, I've always often thought, you know, that, you know, I'm just a God's God. And I, I don't, you know, I know that there's, there's God and angels. And so when, when all this started happening, like, you know, I've, you know, I've just been informed and, you know, read my Bible and, you know, just, I stopped going to church all because of, you know, I guess, you know, going on, on Sundays and not the Sabbath and, you know, just certain, yeah. you know, things that people would, you know, just, it was more of, oh, I'm doing this, like we said, just to be doing it to, to follow other people. And then I realized, you know, from reading on my own and trying to learn on my own. And then from the moment that, you know, they got their closest to me because, you know, in this video is the closest that they've ever been. And from when they, they touched me, that that's when I've kind of like went kind of like you do is like, oh, I got to go to the preacher and like, oh, I'm going to go there. And then he's going to look at me like, like, what are you like? like where do I go to? And then I, I actually, I, I found a pagan temple that I went, you know, asked questions because I, I felt that they'd be like more adverse. And, um, you know, the, I think this first meeting I went there, um, one of the leaders there, he, uh, he said that, you know, I wanted there's um, Archangel Michael is here, and he says that you are one of theirs, and we need to watch out for you. And so that got me thinking, and, and you know, I just I really think that these have to be some sort of angelic beings, these light orbs. Like I'm sure that there's man-made stuff out there, um, but these things that I'm seeing and encountering and, and other, and they're, they're fluid, they move and they, they, they work together, they communicate together and it's a back and forth, like open exchange of ideas when like you're around them. And um, I've just, I don't know, I kind of lost track of. Yeah. Um, so the, the ones you're seeing, cause you, you know, they look like little lights, I guess, from far away. But there was other ones. Maybe there's something, something different. But something was translucent, something that you can, you could see through. And remember, I said it looks kind of like a bubble, because it was like you can just see a reflection. Now we got to understand too that beings, spirits, and whether UFOs are actually ships or they are beings themselves like i think a lot of times what i've seen they're actual entities right they seem alive they don't like they're in a, a vehicle driving by it feels like what you're seeing a lot of times is something that's alive right and it's communicating with you and um, but you was able to see through it but those beings and ghosts and they have the ability to cloak to kind of like and to cloak it would give the uh, appearance of of being translucent of being see-through or whatever so that you see what's behind it and we we even have technology now that that does something similar to that you know um the the, the thing that you saw that that was see-through during the day and everybody he's got videos and pictures of all of this and and if we can i'll like to link it on on my website and but then you know link it back to you just so people can go there and look at this footage and, and actually look at the pictures but I seen something at night that was like that. Like I'm looking like with stargazing and looking at UFOs, most of the time they're, they were like out of the atmosphere. They're just little pieces of rice, like little lights that you got to focus. Oh, there's one. But then like 
there's one a little bit lower or one comes down, you know, and uh, they go in and out of stars. And I'm like watching like highways in the stars and stuff. And uh, and as I'm focusing way out there, this orb that is see through this big ball, um, similar to what you showed in the video, like at night, I seen the I seen the outline of it, but you could see through it and it was flying right above the tree line. So as as I'm looking way out there, just right here in the peripherals, this big thing, like what the heck? And you could see through it. So I've seen something similar, and I've asked James Gilliland, and he talks about seeing things that look like balloons that you can see through, but they're actual entities and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So um, there's this uh, there's this goddess called Hecate. Uh, she goes around with like torches. So, you know, I I even thought that this thing the i'm going to send you the video and when the video first starts off you'll notice two large orbs just stationary right above my rooftop um you know and then i pan the camera up to to where these things are and then you watch me watching these things and you know and i'm like with my eyes i can just see the two moving around i don't notice all these other ones going zipping out and then when you see the video you can see it and you you'll see these orbs go from one side of the screen all the way to the other and you don't see them the travel you'll just see them in this spot and then they're in this spot and then when you slow it down there's actually there's a smoke like ring like a smoke circle where this thing has gone through a cloud and it's quite amazing. And you can hear, I think, in my voice where I start saying, oh, my God, no, no way. And like, that's when I first noticed it. And then, um, yeah, they are, they definitely can change shapes, change size. To me, I think that they can group up together as in, you know, groups. And I don't know if these if these two things that were looking around were the eyes of a bigger creature, hmm. um, you know, looking around, surveying the area. And then these other orbs were like the children, you know, flying around, you know, it's, you've got, it's you've, all... got a, you've got a couple of theories and some stuff in, in, in a lot of uh, ancient uh, Renaissance art, which I love. I love the ancient Renaissance art that show UFOs. And there's some that show, and a lot of people talk about maybe there's a mothership and that those little, the little ones, a lot of people say they're like drones, that they just kind of go out and, 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 and survey and uh -huh. either bring back information or they can see through them from this craft and things like that, or God can see through them. Like there's some really interesting um, Renaissance art that even shows that and people who, who believe that now. Um, also, you mentioning like this, this rod that kind of hit you like a beam of, of light that was like a knowledge that came through you like a download communicating with you there's renaissance art of that one coming from like a cloud and it has a dove on it as well so it's like going through a dove i guess representation uh you know what I'm saying? representing the holy spirit but it's hitting this lady in the head so it's like she's being enlightened and she's receiving a transmission from the stars from the clouds and, uh, and we talk about telepathic communication. It's like, wow, they were drawing this stuff in early Renaissance art, and it's all throughout Christendom as well. So one of the things you said that looked like, this interesting that you said they looked like they were fighting or like erasing like black 
the little black rods. That's interesting too. Like they're like spiritual warfare or something or negative entities that are trying to invade an atmosphere that they came to clean it up or something. And you just got to see it, you know? Yeah, definitely. You know, I, I've been wanting to get my video onto like a professional grade, like editing system so that we can blow it up zoom in slow it down like super duper slow like i would love it to be professionally analyzed and like yeah. taken even further and see because like you know i can just like piece together what's going on and you know the you know it, the way that my camera works and that you know what when the things are spinning around like you can literally see things coming out and then when you slow it down like frame by frame and then you stream it together you can just you can see these white balls with what looks like wings chasing these, you know, like smaller rectangle things around, you know, I, I don't know if they're chasing them or what, what they're doing, but, and, um, yeah, what you talked about when you said, you know, the Holy spirit, you know, I, I've even said, you know, this, th these are either aliens, angels, spirits or i've just seen the holy ghost itself so, and mm. that's really cool that, that you mentioned that yeah so um and one of the things you you were sharing with me in, in in the messages as well which is cool and i'm sure you can appreciate that i i said it earlier in the interview is that i'm a skeptic you know what i'm saying and 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 i know you are too you told me in the, in the message you said you want you don't you don't want to just see a light in the sky and say, oh, it's a UFO, everybody, because you can be fooled. It could be a plane. Like there's some interesting planes out there. There's some interesting lights in the sky that are satellites. And if you've seen the, the stuff, uh, you know, SpaceX put out there, like if you've seen that, like that would you would swear that it was a fleet of UFOs as well. Like you want to make sure that it's not something that that uh, that you want to see. And so the first light in the sky, you think it's that think it's that and that can happen, too. But it's like the more that you're trying to like, you want the real thing, so you're not gonna fall for something like, you know, birds chasing each other. Well, let's we gotta rule it out. We need to study and make sure that this isn't my camera not using autofocus and it's really birds or or bugs. There's a lot of that that goes on the internet. Bugs in in night vision goggles that that light up and people are thinking they're fairies and things like that. So when when you approach it you have to be a skeptic because that's way that's how you get your answers you know because you don't want mm -hmm. it, you you don't want just somebody to say like not being a skeptic would just be go to the pastor and the pastor say, oh yeah those are demons just don't worry about them don't focus on them it's like hold on i'm not that doesn't seem right but just taking his answer okay they're demons everybody like hold on i don't think it's right i'm gonna keep digging because i want to i don't you know and so i i honor that in another seeker you know what I'm saying? Especially when it comes to this, because you've been in groups that you said they post rent like crappy videos and CE5 stuff. That's like, eh, I'm not sure that's what that is. Right. Yeah. I'm not sure. Maybe you've heard of this gentleman. He's really cool. I think he's been on the History and Discovery Channel. His name is Jeff Woolwine. Um, not right off. He did. Yeah, um, and he does stuff like with the petroglyphs that, you know, the stone carvings that are written in the stones by the, the Indian, the Native Americans. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I've reached out to him and, you know, he's he's taking a look at the video. And, and I like I said, I, I, I really would like to get my video to the experts and, you know, have them even 
break it down a little bit further for me so that I could better, you know, understand who I am, why I am and the, the download thing. You know, I don't like to share, you know, the whole everything of the download, but uh, I mean, cause I don't want people to think, Oh, you're just saying that because of this, that, you know, it's, you know, the, the feelings that I got were a, um, you know, Yahweh is upset that his people are being deceived mm-hmm. into thinking that Sundays are the Sabbath. Okay. And the second thing is that there's no, you know, reason for me to personally, you know, consume meat anymore and that it'd be you know best for my diet to, uh, you know, switch to a more plant-based um, thing for, for some reason. And, um, you know, from there, that, that's all I've been, you know, searching for is more answers, more clues and connecting with more friends who are also interested. And, yeah. and I didn't, I didn't know anything about CE5 and, you know, I got into CE5 and then I found you in your podcast and I've just, I, I really like your stuff. And for sure, I'm man. Well, it's very good. grateful that you yeah. invited me on. It's good to meet you. It's good. I'm glad you're on here sharing your story and, um, let people know that they're not alone. But I mean, at, at this point, you know, there's a lot of information out there with CE5 initiative and the documentaries and uh, the close encounters of the fifth kind uh, project that, that Stephen Greer put out, which is really cool. They caught a lot of cool stuff on, on camera. Um, so the, the thing that you, you mentioned also about, you know, going, going um, vegetarian, that was one of the downloads I got as well. Um, while, stargazing was if you wanted to continue this then you need to work on your diet and meditate more your diet was you got to eliminate meat now again for me i don't i'm not hard on that for a lot of people but like when you when you want to dig in and you want to have those encounters and experiences and see some really cool stuff then it's going to take some kind of an action to do it and, and getting a lot of that stuff out of your body i think is part of it so that you can receive so that you can hear and and they can approach you even uh, I wrote a book. I don't know if you checked my book out yet, but I actually, you know, I, I actually detail that part of ufology and angelic contact with the diet and kind of give examples in, uh, in the Bible where Daniel would go on a fast and I had some really interesting synchronicities uh, behind it as well. But that was one of the main messages as if this is some profound, what did they tell you? Well, they told me to stop eating meat, you know, that kind of thing. They told me to quit going to Sunday Sabbath, you know, it's like, oh, most of the stuff is like, some of it could even be personal. So we got to make sure that we're not projecting on people like our own, our own um, uh, sanctification, if you will, that we need to better ourselves and we need to do this or we need to stop that. And then it becomes a message that we force on people or say that God says it or whatever the case is. So you also, you always have to watch out for that. Um, but I had a lot of synchronicities and there's a lot of biblical examples and a lot of Eastern examples about cleaning your diet. And it was one thing that they said, if you wanted to, to, to go deeper and to keep it up. And, and honestly, ever since I heard that it was, it's been a struggle to, uh, to do it, you know, but it was like, listen, when you, t- when you're ready to get serious, like we know it's a struggle. You know, so this will this will show us that you're serious because we know how addicted you are to food. We know how, how you know, how much you love it. And it was something that you have to address in any spiritual walk is eventually you have to address your diet and whether it's cutting out meat or eating kosher or whatever the case is. 
yeah yeah definitely like uh i don't know for, for a long time i'd just feel guilty you know anytime that, that i was eating meat and it got to the point where the only thing i was eating was chicken and even for thanksgiving day you know i'd upset my whole family just like man why are we doing this yeah, it's so yeah. cruel guys like, why are you doing that i'm like i know i don't want to do this i'm just doing it because that's what you guys made me think that i'd had to do and like i just like woke up and i was like oh you know don't need to actually do this anymore and uh just you know i don't just oh people say like waking up or awaken but it's just like like a light bulb went off like your eyes are just a little bit more open you know mm -hmm. it's not like being awake it's just like understanding more i guess it's like if these things can go around being pure energy based on you know based on electricity what are they made out of electrolytes like if they can fly and they're made out of they don't need to eat me i want to fly too like mm -hmm. my number one thing was like oh maybe i'll make friends friends with these guys that maybe they'll maybe if i focus real hard they'll make me levitate like i do in my dreams all the time well the possibilities are endless man and you can't let somebody say oh that's silly like no it's silly to you to me it's yeah. a, it's a possibility and the bible says that whatsoever a man thinketh in his heart so shall it be like if you have the faith to believe it then why not try and not let anybody rain on that parade? Because here you are flying around town or flying in your home. It's not so far out of the books. The, there's stories of, of the, the priest that used to do it. The, you know, the early, early Christian mystics, there's stories of them hovering and flying and the flying nun. And so, no, like that's, that stuff is somewhere it got lost. You know, and I think a lot of this information of who they are and our involvement with them, whether they're angels or guardians or whatever, uh, that knowledge got lost. So for me, it, it, it when it started happening and just fueled my awakening was like, we're not alone. That was one thing. And that heaven is real. Like, you know, that because for me, I would see these things traveling back and forth from heaven to earth. Like I would see them come out of a star or come out of Orion and my and for me, there's a lot of in, information about Orion being a portal to what we would call heaven. Like that's how you get to heaven is through Orion, and things and uh, stars are created and, and birthed out of Orion. Almost, it looks like everything is actually coming out of the Orion Horsehead Nebula. A lot of research, a lot of a lot of amazing art, even in ancient art about Orion Horsehead Nebula is hidden in a lot of ancient iconography, which is awesome. But it made it real. You know, the, the angels weren't just some idea or heaven is not an idea. But like there's when the Bible says that Michael travels back and forth from heaven to earth, like it wasn't lying. Like they are watching over humanity and the cosmos and all types of beings that are out there. Um, and it just awakened something within you, a, a possibility. It got in my music. It got in my art. It got in my studies, you know, and, I, and it. it it made me better. It made me more loving. It made me more tolerable. It made me less of a know-it-all and more of a child that just approaches awe and wonder with life and, and the cosmos and astrology and astronomy and stargazing and grounding. And it wasn't just that. It, it leads to so, taking care of your body. Your body is the temple of, of the Holy Spirit, the Bible says. Why would you defile your temple with 
things that you're putting in it, whether it's processed foods or, or, or meats or whatever it is for each individual, like at least eat kosher. You know what I'm saying? Like you can eat, maybe try that, start somewhere. Um, mm -hmm. But it opened up a lot of stuff for me, you know, and I know it does for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So did you I see? Did was. you see the Prophet Yahweh video? Did you had you already seen that before, or? No, I had not seen that before. I I got onto that, and then it led to flat Earth, and then it led to concave Earth. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. uh, I'll jump on the, you know, I'll, I'll jump on the concave earth. There's a, there's a website that I helped restore that, that, um, helped me when I was going through a lot of this stuff with the, with the Bible and stuff too. It's actually, it's called bibleufo.net. And so there's a ton of Bible verses and stuff about anomalies that, uh, things that could be UFOs in the Bible, the chariots of fire, the cloud by day, the fire by night. Uh, voices coming out of clouds and we know that ufos come like go in and out of clouds to hide their presence they hang out in yeah. clouds and and it was even we talk about downloads and in, in telepathic like it was like i was told that chemtrails or how they block them out when there's going to be a lot of traffic with ufos that the the government or whoever will spray chemtrails and cloud seed to where there's a perfect perfectly clear day and then within an hour there's cloud coverage as far as you can see because of the uh, the uh, uh, contrails or chemtrails, whatever you want to call them, that just make a blanket where you can't see above a certain height. Um, I've also got gotten the downloads where uh, I've seen the orbs, or it wasn't really there were lights in in the day. Uh, something was like reflecting off of them. It seemed like though during the day, like maybe the sun was reflecting on it, just so it made it bright so I can see it. And uh, and a jet was flying towards it. I, I saw the jet first, and it told me that jet is flying over here to scare us away. So I looked exactly where that jet was coming. I looked while I was driving my truck and looked way on the other side, and there it was. A jet was headed right towards that shiny orb in the middle of the sky during the day. And as soon as I seen it, it caught that bright glimmer it hey, I just want you to see it and then boop, it was gone yeah, was gone. yeah. Was like, oh my god that's insane how did i know that yeah it's man it's not like you're hearing voices it's the, it's like an inner knowing it's very strange <laughs> that and your whole body will start tingling too yeah um yeah and i know what you mean about I've got like so many videos where I'm zooming in on something and like I zoom in and, oh yeah, it's, it's a balloon. Oh, I'm glad I got this, this camera in here to, to figure it out. But you know when they are them because of how they're responding to your thoughts and, yeah. and, and, or getting your attention. It's not gonna, you know, if you're sitting there paying attention, oh, look, you know, what's that? But when, when you get that feeling, when, when when I'm in the back of the house vacuuming with my son, just I'm on my, my chest, looking down to him, saying, "Ben, you want to go look at the window? We're going to see something amazing." And then you go out and do it, or sitting there whittling, and you get this funny feeling. And like five minutes later, you see him. It's like you know when you know when you know when you see him. <laughs> I got I got a friend of mine who uh, went through a lot of this stuff with me. He 
on the Christopher Macklin episode, he jumped in on the end of it. I know you said you heard that one, but the, the one we just did with Chris, Christopher Macklin, my, my buddy, uh, The Voice, who uh, Stephen Cook, I do a lot of music with him. He's talked, we, you know, we put the stuff in our music. You know, we talk about telepathic communication and seeing light ships and awe and wonder and child. We talk about it changed our lives, man. And um, he talks about he gets that knowing. I don't really get that no more as far as like, step outside and look up like i don't it doesn't it's not that clear for me anymore like I, it, it was at first there was a lot of it but he gets it now and he walks outside and they look straight up and they see him and it's like an inner knowing hey go outside and look up or when you go to your car look up and every time he does like he always sees him you know definitely definitely um yeah really cool it's same experiences here and then i'll also tie in to the fact that once I've started realizing that they're there, I started realizing more of the world that was going around me. Like I um, said, with the synchronicities, um, things tying in together, mm -hmm. like, you know, I'll say something about, you know, you know, the, you know, ice cream shop parking lot needs to be fixed the very next uh, or within that week. They, you know, they had somebody out there surveying it and getting it repaired. Yeah, you know, and yeah. like if you said like, you know, Ted Nugent, you know, came across your yeah. feed, and the next thing you're talking to his son. Yeah, it's like really, really and, and, cool. And, and when he you, was talking, you notice those things now. When when oh, Ted, when when Rocco was talking a while ago, like mm -hmm. he was saying, there was a moment towards the end where I just started smiling, and it, he wasn't like it wasn't. He wasn't saying nothing profound per se, but to me it was because I've had this same conversation with three or four different people uh, in the last two weeks in the analogies that we're using. And he said stuff that another, you know, everything he was saying is stuff that you don't really hear all the time or maybe since you were little or whatever. And now somebody's echoing that back to you enough to where it gets your attention. And that's the, what they want to do with synchronicity is to get your attention. I think even with the ships, there I I don't see many ships anymore, you know. But it's like, hold on, they still have my attention. Like I needed to show you the ships, I needed to show you the fleets to get your attention. Now, go in through meditation, and let's connect, you know. Because the more revelation and the more, the deeper you go into it, there's some really interesting stuff that comes. Um, so much so that that like you couldn't even explain it if you wanted to. You couldn't explain it. So we just get pieces of it and we have fun remembering and waking each other up. But if we tried to really explain it, like these beings pop it. I've been, they're, they're time travelers. They they hold the fabric of reality together in this existence. Like they are the gods, right? They are watching over humanity. They have the ability to to do whatever. Like they are the gods of the Bible. Not they're not bad. They're good. Like they're we're, they're angelic. They're benevolent. Like they're you know watching over this that this experiment or Earth whatever this this existence is, you know goes through its awakening process. Just like a lot of people are awakening within themselves and having spiritual awakenings. When enough people begin to have a similar awakening, well the collective is waking up. It's not just you anymore. It was just you until you find out that you're not alone and there's people all across the globe having the same encounter, wrecking their lives. And now they're more loving and now they're more caring and they, they're, 
you know, and and they're facilitating and they're doing it by many different means. It's not even just stargazing. Like it is meditation. It is some somebody maybe ayahuasca or DMT or whatever, or just, you know, it's different means, but the message is usually the same. Be mindful, enjoy life. Don't take things too seriously. Hug your son, you know, these kind of things just to be mindful in the moment and, and everything spiritual should reflect that not to take you out of this ex existence but remind you to be lucid in the dream hey man you know 10 years from now you're, you're gonna wish you had th that moment that you you missed you know time flies man and, and you only you only i don't know about reincarnation i don't know if we come back as something else as a bug or as a lamp or i don't know if i was a king in a past life i do know who i am right here today and this existence and, and my voice and my breath and my heartbeat and, and I'm here and I don't need to waste it and I need to be present and mindful and not even be even lofty because spirituality could be an escapism. UFOs are an escapism. I'm telling you, there's people who make up stories in these fields and tell you that they tell you all kinds of stuff. So trying to decipher the truth in the midst of a lot of this stuff is it's very hard when there's a lot of narratives and a lot of trauma going on. So I appreciate you, you know, bringing what you what you did and what you do to the table and and where it leads you. And, you know, people need what you got. I don't have any videos. I don't have any any pictures. I want to, but I don't, you know. So when I was able to see yours, I was like, hey, that's awesome, because I've seen a lot of similar stuff. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you can edit out my voice in it. But my voice sounds ridiculous in the video, but I'll, I'll like, I'll tag your name in the original video. And I don't know if it, I don't know if like sometimes when I upload stuff on Facebook, it's not like the actual high yeah. definition. So maybe like I'll send it to you okay. messenger. Yeah, yeah. And then use, uh, use something like we transfer or something. And you can just upload the raw files, even if they're still on your phone or your computer, or whatever. So you can use WeTransfer to send large files. Send them to me, um, or if you want to upload them to something else. But I'll take a look at them. I, I mean, I, I do I do video editing as well, but I'm not an expert of like. Obviously, I can slow stuff down. I can put like a you know uh, make it just black and white. You know, you can do. There's so much that you can do. I guess what the so-called experts are gonna do. Like I can do it. I guess so. Yeah, Cinematin, I'd love to take a look at it. Yeah, I think my iPhone just got this update where I can record the screen. So I, okay. I didn't know that before, but yeah, before I was sitting there like going, like trying, trying to scrub through it, click a screenshot, go a little bit further, click a screenshot. But now I could just <laughs> record the whole thing and just move my thumb really slowly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, doing that and even just uploading it to YouTube, you know what I'm saying, the raw footage and just name it UFO sighting and boom, you're like people are looking and when they find the footage, you're like, oh, wow, I've seen something similar. And that's how we evolve. Like, it's how like I've seen so many things. I've seen like triangle, big triangle ships and stuff that looks like stingrays. Like I've seen all kind of dude, like I told you, I've seen fleets, you know, the the bars that they they light and then the bar then they disappear and so much stuff that yeah we need everybody's input you know we need all the footage you know because the government's not going to tell you what it is you got to make an assessment you got to be able to figure it out yourself so definitely all right brother well i'm gonna go ahead and jump off here man thanks for hanging out and uh you're you're welcome to join anytime we, we do a
podcast and, and go live, man. But uh, thanks so much for coming on and sharing with me. And I we got to get get connected. Get you in my Discord too. I know you said you didn't know what Discord was, right? Yeah. Yeah, I send I send you a link. It's a chat app with a. Uh, you can send pictures and videos and stuff on there. It's just a, a chat app, like its own little kind of social media thing or whatever. But I'll send you a link to check it out. Uh, if, if people if if people want to contact you, if they if they have stories and they resonate with what you're sharing, are you open for people to message you and, and things like that? Where can they find you? Yeah, um, you know, just finding out with uh, the CE5 initiative. I, I made my own CE5 Detroit group. Um, so if, you know, if, if you want to touch base with me there, that they, they can, I just changed the group name. It's facebook.com slash groups slash C E five Detroit. And you're the admin of that group. Yes. All right. Nathan is who you're looking out for. All right, man. Yes, uh, enjoyed right. it brother. And, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll connect again. Thanks so much for hanging out, man. Yeah. By the way, this, this is like, you know, really cool. I got to actually talk to you in real life and, Heck yeah, and dude. Talk, talk to you on your show. It's really cool to, you know, really, really nice being you. You're a real cool guy. Thank you, man. I'm glad that you, that you resonate with, with the, the podcast and, and the music and the book and all that. Listen, I'm, I'm like you, I'm no different. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to figure this stuff out myself and we need each other. So enjoyed it, brother. Yeah. We'll talk to, talk to you soon. All right, all bye-bye. Brother. Peace. All right. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. A real seeker. Real deal. See, Jordan Maxwell says, one of my teachers, never trust the person who claims to have all the truth, but you can always trust the person who's seeking truth. And you talk about something resonating down to your core, that resonates. You know, again, we talk about proselytizing, people sharing their not sharing their message, but like trying to force their message upon you, force Jesus on you, force religion on you. It don't work, man. Stop it. Stop it. You ever heard the song by Green Day called When I Come Around? I've heard it all before. Don't knock down my door. Like, listen, when I come around, I, you're going to know. Like, you can't force anything on any anybody, but let people live their life. Tom has a way of helping people come around. When they come around, uh, people who are seeking versus people are, who are sharing, people who are trying to force you their truths. It has this weird thing. We 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 kind of got in just a little bit of, of psychology behind it. Why people do that? Why do Christians do this? Because you know the idea that they think they're they're helping because you're going to hell. So we got to tell you you're not. Um, or vegans are like, listen, you don't know how you don't know what awful how awful it is. And when it comes to proselytizing in a movement, vegan, there's a joke about vegans. It's like, how do you know somebody's a vegan? Because they tell you. Oh my God, I just found Christ. Oh my God. Oh my God, I just became a vegan. Oh my God. Oh my God. You know, they're going to tell you. And it's, you're, ze- you're zealous. You become a zealot. The Bible has, you says you have a zeal without knowledge. You're excited. You're ambitious, but it's just, it ain't harnessed. It ain't, it isn't, it isn't well-rounded or, or polished. And you're like a pig in a parlor. There's a book on that. You're knocking stuff over. You know? It comes this, this moment of where you can just 
You can just be. You don't have to win the conversation. You don't have to win the narrative. A lot of people come on here and I'll share a point or whatever. And then they'll like cut me off or whatever in mid-sentence. And no, no, that's not what it is. This is what the truth is. Okay, cool. I understand that's what your truth is. Sure. But uh, you don't know me. You don't know my people listening. And you just share. And you be okay and be okay with it. Hey, listen, I understand why that, that you think that's the only way. Because it's what's worked. It's because it's what's worked for you or... You just put out a book on it. You're trying to sell books that say this is the only way, <laughs> right? So like what if Christians, what happens when Christians say that there's there's many ways? Well, they don't have the corner of the market anymore on eternity. Because now you can have Jesus and you can have Buddha. Now you can have Jesus and whatever it is, nothing, you know? So for them, it takes it takes away their proselytization what what gospel do they share you know a lot of a lot of christian universalists eventually get there i think i think in the end most christians will become universalists and understand that the power of god of the gospel in christ was so strong that there's no way that any soul any light any person could resist it even if they wanted to like and so every so love wins and everybody gets into heaven everybody is Christ died for everybody before the foundations of the earth the lamb was slain before before you even knew you were a sinner like you have already been justified and made whole once you understand that you become like a Christian universalist oh yeah well everybody gets in so for for a lot of people that idea scares them because okay if I'm not saving them from hell what am I saving them from the revelation is, is that you're not saving them from an eternal hell and an eternal damnation. I'm not worried about those people dying and going to hell for eternity anymore. To me, they don't exist. I am worried about the people who are in hell right now. Just like Jesus was, the prostitute, the tax collector, the demon-possessed man. He wasn't studying about that, that man dying and going to hell. He said, this man is in hell right now. And I have the ability to set him free and get him out of that hell and let him not just get into heaven when he dies, but I have the ability to let heaven get inside of him. And once you understand that, that's the gospel. That's what he did. Jesus was the gospel. It's when like he died, death, burial, resurrection. It's the gospel. Yeah, that, but it's life. What he did, do what he did. Just do what he did. And that's good news. People don't get that. People don't get it. Um, it's that simple. And that's the news that you have to offer, whether it's proselytizing or it's just simply sharing. Simply sharing. It's good news, people. It's good news. Uh, Raquel says... I used to know this vegan girl who says that you can't be a yogi and eat meat, but she got an abortion at Planned Parenthood. I deleted her contact. It's these, it's these schisms. It's like, again, you know, we went back to saying like when people project onto you and they say, yeah, you, you can't be a yogi and eat meat. You didn't know that, right? You say you're a yogi and you're spiritually enlightened. 
but you're not because you can't do both at the same time. No, that's the mind blown in your head. Why? What we said earlier, you can't. You can't be a yogi and eat meat. Not me, because I'm showing you. I'm showing you that I'm a yogi and I'm showing you that I eat meat. And I can show you better than I can tell you. You can't be a yogi and eat meat. Christians can't be into astrology. It's against the Bible. You want to bet? I'm a Christian and I dig, I dig astrology. Like the Bible is full of astrology. The Bible is pure astrology. Astrotheology. The Bible talks about Orion. It talks about the Pleiades. It talks about the four fixed signs of the Zodiac. It talks about the Zodiac. It's actually called the Maseroth. Like it doesn't use that word again. You got to break the language down and see what, what, what is a Maseroth. I never heard that term. Break it down. Oh, it's the Zodiac. It's Ezekiel's wheel. It's a wheel inside of a wheel that passes through all the houses. Like, come on. You can't be a Christian and do that. Want to bet? I just did it. You can't be a Christian and cuss me out. Want to bet? I just did it. <laughs> it's like, you can't. Because you got this duality in your head. That, that separates you. No, it's a oneness. And it's beautiful. There's beauty in the blueprint. There's magic in the mayhem. Everything comes together, a conglomerate. And it's a beautiful picture. You got to have gradients. You got to have blacks. You got to have whites. You have some color in there. Con life is about contrast. It isn't about hard right or hard left. We talk about this all the time with religion. It's not about your religion or your denomination that is right because you got a lot of flaws that you need to work on. You got a lot of things that you, you, you avoid. You fail to look at. You fail to see. And that's one of your flaws. It's not about your religion. It's not about that religion. It's somewhere in the middle. Politics. It's not about right or left, people. It's somewhere in the middle. The truth is in the middle. That's why the Bible talks about the narrow path of the believer. That there's a narrow path that you must follow. It's the highway of holiness spoke about in the Old Testament. It is narrow. What's that mean? It's not too far left. It's not too far right. It's There's balance. It's somewhere in the middle. So I'm not touching your disgusting judgments. I rise above it. Illuminati Congo. Awaken says, uh, that's my approach too. I don't care if people take or leave what I say. Pe people can be way too touchy sometimes, though. When I might explain something not common, like I believe in hell, I've been I've been there, right? It's not a negative thing. I'm glad it exists, right? It's the polarity. Like what if what if you if you were born in a in a in a, a, a room or a box or a place where there is no darkness, there's always light, you begin to take that light for granted. Because it's always there. You, and there's people in your life too. You take people in your life for granted because they, they're, they're always there. You've never imagined, you never fathomed them not existing until they're gone. So you don't appreciate that light until somebody turns the light off or until you sat in darkness. And those who sat in darkness beheld a great light. Someone or something turns that light on for you and now you're appreciative of something that you took for granted 
the light. Or maybe even giving your eyes or your pupils a rest and, and be sitting in darkness so you can meditate, so you can collect your thoughts. There's so much s- stimuli, like I got to sleep with the lights on. You know, like if you sleep with the lights on, that's not really sleeping. Your, your body's not all the way going through all the processes of, of shutting down when you still have light and TVs on in your room and stuff like that. Like there's science behind that. So you need both. You need darkness. You need light. You need sunlight. You need it all. You're connected. As above, so below. As within, so without. Everything exists for a reason. Everything can claim itself. Everything has the yin and yang. It has the beautiful part and it has the nasty part. But don't judge either or. Don't judge the holy man and give him the thumb up. Because that holy man is a holy man usually for a reason because he used to do some treacherous stuff. He used to he used to be ruthless. In all these movies, like you see the, the hero who was like a reformed villain. Negan. You guys know who Negan is? Walking Dead. You don't want to make Negan mad. He's a good guy now. If you ain't caught up. Negan's a good guy. He's reformed. But when somebody pisses Negan off and they hurt ch- women and children, oh my God, you're dead. He's going to kill you. Like Negan is an OG. He was a villain. He got reformed. He learned the error of his ways, but that beast is still within him. There's sometimes he needs to let the beast come out. Sometimes. It's the yin and the yang. To say that you're reformed and you're not that person anymore. Listen, it's one thing. He's back. Negan's back. You got a Negan inside of you. You have an angel and a demon. You have the higher and the lower nature. Both exist. You have to choose love. You have to choose to walk in the spirit. You have to be mindful. The power exists because you have free will to choose what you want to do with life. And how you want to respond. It's awesome. Everything works together for your good. The light and the dark, the good, the bad, the ugly, the in-between. Listen, it's good stuff. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. Whether you're sitting in darkness. Everything works together for your good. Remember that. Listen, if you're not subscribed on YouTube, Facebook, or the podcasting apps where you're listening to this, make sure you click that subscribe button. Also, click the like and the share. I see it when you share. I, it touches me when you share. Oh, look, they they believe in the work. When you become a patron at any level of giving, it. Oh, look, my words are not falling upon deaf ears. People are getting it. I'm getting messages, Instagram, Facebook. YouTube, people reaching out, listen. It's the good work. We're doing it. I can't do it alone. Thank you guys for believing in me, in this message, in this walk, in this path. Thank you for partnering and uh, joining on Patreon and buying my book and listening to my music. I'm putting out a lot of music right now. There's like a bunch of new stuff coming out. Most of it's on YouTube. White Magic is about to drop. Doing autographed copies now at truthseeker.com. A little goes a long way. Especially when we got thousands of people who support and they just do different things. And obviously, everybody can't give money. Some people can pray for you. Some people can click share. Every every time you go live, they're the first ones to click share. Boom, boom, boom. Look, I see you, man. 
I see you. Thank you. Thank you. With that, I'm going to say peace and shalom. We're going to do it again. Tomorrow's Thursday. Listen, we got another talk. Do, do you guys want to know who it is? Just so you know what the next episode is. Um, just so you'll know what's coming up next. Let me pull this calendar up and, and just look at it right quick. Because I know we got somebody tomorrow. Michael Goddard. Listen, tomorrow we're going to be talking about a guy who has mastered the now moment. The beauty of the now moment. Kind of like Eckhart Tolle, right? But what is that? It's everything we talked about tonight. Remembering, be alive in the now. Not tomorrow, not yesterday. You're living in the past, sir. You got you got some beautiful ideas for the future, but you're not making any impact now. Bring both of those to the moment where fusion happens. So this guy, Michael Goddard, is going to be talking about the beauty of the now moment. Also, a lot of this stuff came to him through past life regressions. Figuring out who he was in past lives. I think he says he had 18 past lives. Interesting. You guys know I'm a skeptic. I'm going to treat him with love, honor, and respect. And hopefully there's some proofs. Hopefully he makes me out a believer. Because that would be really cool to know that you have the ability to choose to come back if you like. Not that I want to. Or if I ever would. But just to know that these other people aren't lying to me on my podcast. (laughs) I love you guys. We'll do it again very soon. Peace and shalom. Later. Well, that does it for this episode, folks. To hear more episodes of the Truth Seeker podcast, head over to truthseeker.com. And if you're wanting to support the show and get rewards, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash truth seeker.